name's Fred Krueger, and I'm here to say that I like killing kids the Elm Street way. In their sleep, that's right, I'm a dream demon. With my finger knives, now we're having some fun. So sit back, Jack, now that you know the cinch, turn up the volume, and welcome to primetime, bitch. What were your what were your TV shoes like? What was the growing up? What was the one? Was there a like a one where you're like it's on? Ah! That I would be like, don't let it start, don't let it start. You, you gotta record it, mom. Please, it's seven o'clock. Please put a put in the VCR. Put in the tape. Um, oh, Jesus, not even really think about it. You do you have one? I I was a huge MacGyver fan. MacGyver, dude, MacGyver was the tits. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, <sighs> Like, just the idea that blew my, my seventh grade brain apart. And I'm like, this guy can get out of situations by using his brain. And, uh, yeah, Richard Dean Anderson was so cool. The theme friggin' slaps. Yeah. Michael, Michael DeBar as uh, Murdoch always showing up, refusing Michael to Michael DeBar is in that show from Goddamn Ghoulies? Oh, my friend. He is at, uh, he is, oh, we're, oh, welcome to MacGyver times. Um, <laughs> no, uh, Michael DeBar shows up, I believe, seven times. He is MacGyver's arch nemesis named Murdoch. And his whole thing is MacGyver always fucking kills him, but he always comes back. Ooh. He like, uh, there's one where uh, it's like a cliffhanger style, like literally the movie cliffhanger, and he cuts the rope and he falls away and he goes, MacGyver! He gets a burned face that he uh, ultimately like makes like Phantom of the Opera masks to become this record producer to what dude it's fucking awesome <laughs> it's great I could uh, just, I just want to see he's the seven he's episodes really that Michael DeBar's in he's as really one good. feature film oh, and there's one oh dude there's one oh, Jesus I am nerding out uh, there's one episode where uh, so MacGyver works for the Phoenix Foundation and Murdoch works for I believe it's called it might just be called Kill. This I'm fuzzy on. It's like a, it's like a international hitman. It's something. It's a great uh, uh, acronym. But he comes to MacGyver and he goes, "I have a sister and she's been, she's been kidnapped. I need your help, MacGyver." So they have to team up together on an episode to save his sister, despite the fact that they are mortal enemies. It's fucking dope. I love it. Now let me ask you this: Has Please. motherfucking Robert England ever been on MacGyver? I am 95% yes. Really? He there was an episode in a nuclear power plant and he plays one of the operators and I could I could be wrong. I'm Should I look? Go ahead and look. Yeah, Should I? I if I am if I'm not mistaken, oh god, they're in some sort of like nuclear facility, mechanical facility. I see him in a lab coat cuz I feel like um, I heard that he was on an episode of Night Rider. Oh, dude. So I wonder I if I also love Knight Rider. <laughs> um was he on an episode of MacGyver? I'm I wanna say yes. Oh my god! I even got the lab coat! Ah! <laughs> you got it right. Ah! And Jack, what you neg- you said what did you say? How did you describe the locate the I, sitting? I thought it was a nuclear facility, sure. some sort of mechanical, lots of glowy lights. It's all lab- everything you ever want to see in oh, a in a nineteen eighties lab. Oh, it's that place does random technology. buttons. There's a phone. <laughs> There's a dial telephone. There's like tape dial decks in the background. A dial of destiny. <laughs> the episode's name is Flames End. Oh, dude. Flames End. Flames End, yes. And this is 1986. So this <gasps> is this is after... Robert he, England's a rising star. He's Freddy. He's Freddy. Yes, he's point. two oh. Freddies in. Oh, my gosh. On his way to a third Fred. This is... <laughs> <laughs> the, the French trifecta. It's amazing. Oh, that, that just opened up like a passage. When you said was Robert, I was like, wait a minute. I mean, Let he had back. to have been right. Like, I, you know, it's funny because 
all the talking we do about this show, and we always talk about every episode, we're always like, we love Freddy Krueger, mm-hmm. and, and then, but I'm also like, we've never really qualified ourselves for anybody who's listening to this show. Like, we never really talk about the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. That's true. <laughs> and then, and then we never, we really never talk about TV. So it's like, there's no... For people who are listening, they're like, can we trust these two yuckos? Yeah, like, we don't know what kind of TV they like. We don't That's know what kind of movies, even what nightmare movies they think are good. I guess oh, you can kind of, you can kind of glean that our, from our, our rating system. system. Yeah. <laughs> And even that's, that's it, probably controversial. Like number four is the best. What, what's wrong with these guys? <laughs> I like I like part seven. They tried something new. <laughs> no, that's what we like the least. <laughs> yeah, I I I I just was thinking about that. I think like the other night, I was just going, huh? Huh? Do we ever? Uh, that's funny. These are our credentials. <laughs> and like this guy likes MacGyver, and, <laughs> and the other guy won't even talk about the shows that he watched. <laughs> I still don't, I still Seinfeld don't know. Um, I still don't know what show I never missed because mm. I, you know, I don't think I was really. I was just a movie kid. That okay, interesting. My dad, um, you know, ran an electronics store. I didn't know this. Yeah, so we we had two VCRs. Excuse me while I spit on this microphone just to get it ready. Uh, <laughs> lube, it, lube it up. Um, so we had two VCRs, and then we would rent movies, <gasps> and then we yes. would fucking record them. And then you had ev- you had every movie. Yeah. Man. So That's we had dumb. a lot. We we had a lot of movies, and I mean, so I think I was probably, and you, that was back when you could put three movies on one tape. You know. Oh my god. So it would be like. Amadeus and then Jaws. Dude! You know, or uh, I was trying to remember if I can still think of like what some of the combinations were of like movies that we had on cassette. They were just like, what? When you think about it, you're like, what? Like, I feel like there was probably uh, nine and a half weeks (laughs) and then like Fern Gully. (laughs) Oh, no! No, that can't be right. That would be an amazing, like, I'm going to watch Fern Gully. Oh, no! (laughs) Fast forward, Brandon! Fast forward! (laughs) And then every once in a while, there would be movies that were worth the purchase. So, like, True. we had Batman, oh. and that was just on its own fucking tape, mm-hmm. you know? Or we had uh, uh, Purple Rain. <laughs> 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 My dad liked movies, too. That's a... <sighs> so, I think that's really, like, when I really consider what did I watch, I would I would watch movies. movies. I really would. I don't think that the, the TV shows would be TV shows that I would kind of just, like, get stuck watching. Gotcha. Gotcha, so, gotcha, gotcha. yeah, I, 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 I mean, I know I watched like Family Matters, yeah, you know, and that kind of dude. shit, and I know I watched Saved by the Bell, obviously, oh, like I'm, after school, yeah. Um, but that was more because it was on than it was anything else. Just like a lot of things that we grew up with, we worked to their schedules. You know yes. what I mean? That is crazy to think about. Like now we go. Well, I want to watch something. I want to watch this, and I want to watch it now. Back then, it was I got to get home. Yeah, it was appointment television. Perfect Strangers is on. I got to go. Yes. <laughs> you you would end like conversations with friends. Isn't you that, would. Isn't that fucking gotta insane? Go, throw a couple bucks down for the coffee or whatever. <laughs> what, what's your, like, what's that, your That's hurry, what we were doing when we were eight years old. Yeah. We were at a coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go. Gotta, gotta get catch out of the here. subway back home. <laughs> the channel. The channel. <laughs> that's from Seinfeld. <laughs> The one with the channel. No, wait, that's friends. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So I think that it's it's 
Yeah, appointment television was the thing, and now it's the, it is literally the opposite. I actually looked over at Kara the other night, and I was like, I wish we could go to the video store. Oh, I wish you know. I was like, then we'll we'll have to watch what we pick. We won't turn it off halfway through like Disney's boat, the Disney boat movie, The Rock in Disney boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! You know, once you once you get it, you're stuck with it. Now, I do have, by the way, a vivid memory of going to the video store, hmm. and maybe we did talk about this, uh, seeing the VHSs for Freddy's Nightmares available oh. to rent, and I think they had t- maybe two movies per cassette. Oh, okay. Yeah, they would put they'd put double episodes. Yeah, on there. and the only one I remember is "It's My Party" and "You'll Die If I Want You To." That one's coming up in season two. All right, it's exciting. And I, that's what I remember. I remember never being able to rent it, and it's so funny because just like we said in the past when we were qualifying ourselves for, to do the show, <laughs> we never watched the show. Well, no, you you caught it once or twice, like one, and it's weird how it's burned in there once at a sleepover at the Richburgs. I even remember the family we had a little sleepover, and they're like, "This show came on." It's Freddie. I was like, "Oh, sweet Freddie," and then I don't remember what happened after that. That's so funny. All yeah, I don't remember together. the show. Yeah, I wonder. Maybe you know what? In in just keeping with our tradition of just doing everything insanely <laughs> where we get through our all 44 episodes of freddy's nightmares yes. that's when we should just talk about the movies <laughs> yes dude i'm i'm down so I'm stick totally around down. if you guys want to hear our opinions on those movies you're pretty hot takes coming your way <laughs> we got 24 more episodes to go before we get there and that's a good 60 hours <laughs> oh god of listening <sighs> not of us watching it's like 60 hours of of having to listen to us do this um, yeah, which is kind of crazy. But speaking of that, what did I say? We, we've got like we've got twenty, like twenty three episodes to go. Yes, because we just finished our twenty first episode of Freddy's Nightmares, which makes this the the twenty the the penultimate of their season one, our season two. That's right, and our twenty third. Oh, yes. Ep- or our 22nd episode <laughs> <laughs> of this show. We're still keeping it together. We haven't broken yet. And if you're listening still, welcome to Primetime Bitch, a Freddy's Nightmares podcast. I'm Brandon Windish. I'm Jack Holloway. And if you don't know what this show is about. What are you doing starting in the middle? Oh my God, you must be like, could you imagine them being like, I thought this was a Freddy's Nightmares. They talked about MacGyver. MacGyver. <laughs> I did stick around. I do enjoy a good uh, a good Richard Dean Anderson. I like a good uh, <laughs> gum rigging. I like Man. a good bomb with gum. <gasps> Great cliffhangers in that one. Yeah. Always be. Oh, dude, every episode. Oh, not to sidetrack. We'll get back to Freddy's. But no, uh, 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 Brandon and I have recently watched you know, good old Indiana Jones. Yeah. We've been talking about cliffhangers and, you know, by the seat of your pants escape. That's what every MacGyver episode was. He'd always be, we've locked you in this uh, submersible that's slowly sinking in the water, filling up. Goodbye, MacGyver. And he's got to get in there and be like, how do I get out of here? He'll take an oxygen tank, try to rig it up to make it launch to the ceiling. Oh, dude. Oh, cool. It's It's rad. I should watch MacGyver. I think you would <laughs> put on. You know what? Maybe put on. Uh, I could recommend a couple of episodes. There's one that is. Uh, oh gosh. Well, I'm gonna write, watch the Robert England one first. <laughs> if you would start there and just see if you enjoy it, it's great. It's man. gonna be there first and foremost, no matter what. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so oh, oh, oh yes. By the way, see, and if you, this is your first time listening, then your guys, guess what? We do a lot of these tab opening. Okay, there's a lot of digression. <laughs> 
uh, oftentimes to the point where it seems like we're trying to do everything we can to not talk about the show. <laughs> but to be fair, any conversation Jack and I have is basically how the conversations <laughs> on this show go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we've ever we've ever resolved any topic. No. It's always just that poor computer. It's like smoking. There's all, the windows have become so the file tabs have become so small. You're like, what does that one say? No, talk, speaking of cliffhangers, we we leave every conversation <laughs> on multiple cliffhangers. Will they resolve which show is their favorite? Will they ever talk about Freddy's nightmares? Nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, we watch a show called Freddy's Nightmares, A Nightmare on Elm Street, the series. Uh, all 44 episodes of this mali- oft-maligned, undervalued, underappreciated, underloved, underseen, understreamed television series from the late 1980s, early 90s, starring the man of our dreams himself, mm. Roberto England. <laughs> Roberto Montalone. The Montalone England. <laughs> And we lose our fucking minds because every episode brings us something new and it is like a, just an absolute fever dream. How the show escaped us in our youth, that's on us. Frankly, that's on us. Yeah. And if you've been watching the show and you've already seen the show and you're like, you guys, what are you doing? Then that's on you. <laughs> Give it a chance. <laughs> Stay with it and you'll fall in love with it. It's great. So we'll get this out of the way real fast so okay. that we don't have to do this anymore. Um uh, if you like the show, if you're a fan of the show, um, go on to uh, Apple Podcasts. You can rate and review the show. That would be awesome. Um, same with Spotify. You can rate and, I think, review the show on Spotify. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck it. Just do it. Do Start it a trend. To. Yeah. Demand it. Do it. Yeah. Ask for it. If we can get Zack Snyder's uh, fucking Batman fucks. <laughs> Batman fucks. <laughs> Zack Snyder's Batman fucks. I never kill. I fuck. Ah! I never two things I don't ever do. I never kill and I never come. Oh God! It's That's for- why I'm so angry. <laughs> oh my God, Alfred! Uh, I failed you. I failed you, best away. No. Oh, hold on tight, folks. It's going to be a crazy one tonight. We've been gone for... Oh, sorry. I interrupted you mid... Uh, mid uh, close, oh. close tab. Guys, if you like the show and you want to rate and review, that'd be, that'd be sweet. That'd and be cool. It'd be great. If you want to write to us, you can at Please. welcome to pod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at primetime underscore bitch. Uh, you can... You can reach us anytime you ever you want. Brandon's home phone. <laughs> you call. Yeah, it's there. You can find it. Call it. Call, call us. It. My address is my social. Come find us. You can do it, guys. We want friends. We just want we new want friends. friends because that is what this show is all about. Not so much the nightmares, but the friends we make along the way. <laughs> and we appreciate you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys for being a part of our Elm Street Block Party. And let's just keep this party going. Uh, with the ultimate butts kill. Oh, butts kill. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Did you oh, hear that? Oh, am I clicking in and out? Oh, oh, I, you're you're good now. You might have. Am I better? Am I okay? Oh, I can hear you loud and clear. Can you hear me? I got you. Testers. Test, 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 test. Tickle, tickle. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, it works. <laughs> um, Tonight we're, we're, we're talking about uh, a season one, episode 21, Identity Crisis. Yeah. 
we uh, 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 before the show was drawn up, uh, before it was yanked from Tubi, unceremoniously oh. just tossed away like an old cum sock. <laughs> That's two cum jokes in the first twenty minutes of the show, folks. We're, and it's the first two <laughs> of many. Hold on tight. Um, uh, the, uh, I was able to grab the Tubi descriptions, the famed Tubi descriptions, and this one. That's a, but I'm missing all of these, so I have no idea. Those did kind of help prime me a little bit. So it's on the money, is it? An ex hippie dreams his son is a fascist. A tale of an orphanage haunts a misfit teen. If I had read that, you might—I might have been able to <laughs> deal with this episode better. <laughs> I, I don't know if we want to come right out and say, yeah, let's just jump into it. It we as always, and I I I absolutely love this that we. This is our baby. We love our baby, but Brandon did say sometimes you say, hey, kids, we're going out for tonight. There's 20 bucks on the fridge. No parties. And you come home and there's shit everywhere. (laughs) Someone has written the word poop on the wall with actual poop. And none of them will fess up to it, but they're all giggling. They've all got shit on their hands. Every one of them's got shit on their fingers. (laughs) And they won't tell you which one did it. And that this week was that was this episode of Freddy's Nightmares. And look, if you're listening to this and you're like, that's basically every episode. Not, that's not true. It's not. Gonna, but sometimes, sometimes this show true. will fucking piss us off. <laughs> and when Jack and I first sat down tonight to kind of just, we, we try not to talk about the show at all. Yes, we save we, it for we get together. <sighs> but. I immediately jumped in with this, like, I don't know what it was, but I am surly yeah. on this episode. This episode, from the beginning, <laughs> put me on defense mode of, like, oh, what the fuck? Like, I had, I was like this, arms crossed, <laughs> with a, like, just like I had a persimmon in my mouth. Like, <laughs> persimmon! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. And I tried. I was trying. Try real hard to love it, but you but can't. everything kept happening. And I was like, "What? We are human <laughs> beings, and some days kids have rough days. Some days parents have rough days, and that's true." Jury's still out on whether or not the episode is actually not good, or I, and Jack in particular, were just angry parents. Oh, maybe we were having maybe a we're bad just day. Having the bad days. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that'll be fun. Because I will say, the last we've been bragging on the last four, five episodes, and that was the other thing. We, I believe, it's been a four streak, five streak, and then uh, 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 Brandon and I have been on a little bit of a. Uh, Brandon's been on vacay. I've been sick, so we yeah. hadn't seen each other in a while. But now we're back in the swing. So I think both of us. We're riding that high of four awesome episodes, and this one was a little bit of a dudderuski. Yeah, uh, so he, he, we're like, yeah. Oh, here's what happened. We oh, are at home. Finger. We're at home. Kara's like, "Is it true? Is tonight the night that we really we get to watch Freddy's Nightmares?" Yes. My wife Kara. and I said, "Yes, it is." Oh, and she's like, "Yes." I've never seen her more excited to watch the show. Oh. and for me, I was just ready to get back, and I'm ready to see my old Fred. And we are there. We sit down on the couch, and and I'm a, I pull it up, and she goes, oh, one second. And she disappears, and she comes back, and oh. she says, remember how we always say we wish we had Freddy gear to watch this show? No. And I said, yeah, of course I do. And she goes, well, here you go. Mm. And she tosses me a t-shirt, uh. and it's this fright, is it Fright Rags? Uh, oh, uh, gutter, gutter, gutter Garbs. Gutter Garbs. Gutter Garbs t-shirt that oh. says Freddy's Nightmares, the series. Yeah. Wrong. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's not that elegant, guys. No, no. Um, and also, his face is a little weird. 
him. Oh, it is. It's a little stretched <laughs> off. Nasty. It's, it's a dirty, nasty. He looks very. Sometimes Freddy can look a little moist. Yeah, but he also looks, he looks dry. He also looks like a triangle face. He does have a little. He's pointy. Yeah, he's very pointy. He's very pointy. So anyway, she tosses <laughs> me this T-shirt that was like sold out like an hour after they went. And I was like, oh my god, so excited. Yeah. We put that on, and by the way. When Jack and I got together today, he pulls out this T-shirt. He got me one too. Like, talk about birthday presents. Which one birthday's coming up? Which, yeah. But we'll get into that yeah, 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 yeah. instead of talking about the show soon. <laughs> Kara goes, "Here we go. I got this shirt. I put it on. We're all excited. Turn on the lights, uh, Alexa. Get ready for Freddy. <laughs> Red lights oh. everywhere. Play. Opening credits." Start up. Mm. That theme's kicking in. Yes. Everything's happened that you could ever want to happen. We see the third guy. Ah! Kara starts to laugh because she loves that guy. <laughs> then the episode starts. Title comes up. Identity crisis. Yeah. And then almost instantly, <laughs> the excitement was sucked out of the room. Like fucking Stockton Rush showed up <laughs> and imploded the whole room. <laughs> that's when it felt like instantaneous d- implosion <sighs> from this episode of Freddy's Nightmares and we try to keep it positive on the show but but tonight, we're just humans we're just humans hey we've had four glowing ones we can we can be a little we can, hey I'm not angry at you I'm just disappointed there we go yeah yeah I'm just disappointed I love you st- I love you and this will be this is consider this all of the parents get together to bitch about their kids. <laughs> My fucking kid. <laughs> yes, that's what this episode is going to be. We're going to try. We'll do our best. Look, we'll see where it goes. We never know where these things are going to go yeah. until we start doing it. But that's general thoughts. Surly. Surly. Mood apathetic. <laughs> Give me my fucking live journal, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Well, hey, speaking of uh, speaking of general thoughts, and and this one kind of being a I don't know. Now we have a little segment on here that we call uh, "I Am Freddy." Uh, on IMDb, they have all <laughs> forty-four. <laughs> what, what? For whatever reason, the way you said IMDb tonight is the best way I've ever heard it said. <laughs> I, I think I said the same cadence of "I Am Freddy." I am, I am DB. DB. I am DB Sweeney. <laughs> um, oh man, what's going on? Where going, am I? We're going deep. <laughs> whatever happened? To I me? was in the Cutting Edge. I was pretty charming. I think. I'm pretty sure I was in the movie with the aliens. Oh yeah, was he the guy that got probed? In? Yeah, isn't he in the, what is it called? A fire I, down fire, below? Oh, fire in the sky! Fire, oh, fire the- down below! <laughs> oh, dude, hold on. Open up tab. Fire down below. That's Seagal, right? If Seagal got, did he do fire down? below? I think so. If Seagal got abducted, and then he, I, I'm gonna do Aikido on these aliens. Hey, hey, brother man. <laughs> <laughs> like, are all humans like this? Then we have to blow up Earth. They're too obnoxious to. <laughs> I've been, meanwhile, DB Sweeney's listening to this podcast, going, "Well, there is a fire down below." And <laughs> writes, "Oh, fire down old. below." <laughs> DB stands for uh, dirt, dirty ball, dose balls, dose balls. <laughs> what? Dose balls. You stick on. with this. <laughs> Hang on, folks. We're gonna. We got it. We got it. We're going. It might get better. <laughs> it's not gonna get better. It's gonna get so much more fun, though. Oh my gosh! But oh, uh, so uh, IMDb has rated all forty-four episodes 
of uh, Freddy's Nightmares. And what I do is I go on, I see where the episode landed, mm. and uh, in a fun little game, Brandon tries to use his expertise to guess. Now, this might not necessarily be how we feel about the episode, but it is how all the folks on IMDb rated it. Now, I use my vague Irina Spalco psychic powers <laughs> to guess. <laughs> did Brandon explode that door? Or uh, did someone cut a wire? We don't we'll know. We'll never know. We'll never know. Okay. Well, I guessed three correct. You have three correct, my friend. Wow. It's pretty impressive. So wow. out of uh, out of 44 episodes, and this is where they currently are on IMDb, where do you think this one falls? Love Stinks is number 10. I know. It got, it got, uh, uh, we, it went well, up. we loved it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right? We, oh, those things was, uh, that's Jeffrey Combs. Yeah, we loved yeah, it. Yeah, we, we dug that one. That's a pretty Number good 10, one. huh? All right. Not too sure, Avery. All right, so we've got, damn, we have done, the we bottom. really have done the bottom end of these. It's 44, like, 43, 42, missing 41, 40, <gasps> 39, missing 38, 37. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to go ahead and guess that okay. it's number 41. We're missing it for a reason. It's number 41. It's that low. 32. Get the fuck out of here. I that means know. it's better than... What is it better than that we've... That, let's see. What is it better, better than that we... Better than Rebel Without a Car. Okay, better, it's than better than Miserable Life. Black Tickets. Well, okay. Well, would you, would you say... No, Black Tickets was a stink. <laughs> black, black Tickets was... Scott Wolf, uh, because he looks exactly like Stink from Land of the Lost. Black Tickets was was a real Travis Tritt because Travis Tritt looks exactly like Stink from Land of the Lost. Wait, is that something Kara said? I remember. So he looks like Stink. Now we say that like when the cat goes to the litter box and we're like, did you leave a Travis Tritt? Oh, Travis Tritt. Did you <laughs> did you leave Scott Wolf? A little Travis Tritty. Kara's like the other day. She's like, what? Scott Wolf? And I was like, a Stink. Stink. You know. Okay. Yeah. Um, Saturday Night Special was. Pretty fun. They had some fun stuff in there. But our least favorite, The Bride War Red, which is ranked at number 40, the only one that we've given a Freddy's Dud rating to, yeah. this is considered better than that one. And look, I'm not going to jump ahead into spoilers, but I think this one pissed me off more oh, than wow. The Bride War Red. Dude, let it out. I'm so... I, I want to I wanna see. Yeah. yeah I wanna, I wanna The Bride War Red, had a, at least it had a fucking skeleton. It did have a skeleton. This one has a skull. Well, kind of on a table. Uh, when she, well, we'll get into it. It, it. But it's covered up with like a veil. Unless I'm crazy. Uh, the the mother when she goes. Oh, and finds, fuck that skull. Hey, it had a skull. This <laughs> Bride War Red had a full had many full Skellingtons. It did. Give me. I need <gasps> what Brandon? Yes, folks. This is going to be the deepest cut. I had an epiphany. It, it, this is all stupid. What I'm about to say. <laughs> Uh, one of the actresses that's in the episode tonight is um, Kimberly Cates. Okay. Her name came up, and I was like, where's she from? Oh, she was one of the princesses in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Now, she's the girl from the second episode? Uh, uh, the second part yeah, of the episode? Yeah, second part. Okay. She's the, which was another Who weird. shows up out of nowhere. Well, fucking, that was weird. But yes, <sighs> she uh, uh, she plays Christina, the, the orphan girl. She was Princess Elizabeth in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Okay. And I, it paused me for a second because I went, wait a minute. 
we've seen an episode with the other princess from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Diane Franklin. That's right. Who played jo- uh, Princess Joanna and in Amityville 2 uh, played Patricia. Yep. Was Jessica the Bride in The Bride oh, or Red? Well, that explains it. Look. If you were in Bill and Ted. You gotta stay out of Freddy's Nightmare. <laughs> That's the deepest <laughs> It's like, wait, we hate. Oh no, good. If call the, Jack, if it's beyond insane. But when I was like, wait a minute, we've seen the print, we've seen both prints. I was like, oh, that's an interesting. They were in two of a, two stinkers. Now, if the goddamn guy that plays Napoleon shows up, <laughs> I'm gonna turn the show off instantly. I'm done with this. <laughs> oh no, it's the guy Billy the Kid's in this one. <laughs> Shit, so crates. Ah, <laughs> uh, Socrates is playing the drums. Wait, who plays the drums in that movie and is like really good at it? Is it Joan of Arc that plays the drums? No, is it? Oh wow, I totally forget. Is Genghis, it Genghis Khan? Khan that plays the drums? I don't know. Is it? Uh, oh wait, hold, on. Yeah, folks, new tab. Joan of Arc does jazzercise in the mall. Okay, Beethoven rocks the pianos. <gasps> Genghis Khan does like skateboards. Oh yeah, I guess it's the yeah. pianos is what I'm thinking of. Oh, true, true, true. And I guess I'm confusing. I'm conf- the drums is like from Wayne's World that oh. I'm pretty sure is like the same mall. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. That explains that. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Close that tab. <laughs> this has been MacGyver talk. <laughs> Macking on MacGyver. Macking on MacGyver. Um, um, okay, MacGyver and Cheese. That's oh, where we Ma- eat Maca- cheese and, and watch ta- MacGyver. That sounds pretty Mac great. and Cheese. Mac and- oh! We know where we're going after episode 44. Hell Let's yeah. do this, baby. Mac and Woo! Cheese. And also, uh, we uh, the, we do it in character as Mac from Indiana Jones 4. <gasps> the I'm best gonna, character. I'm going to be all right. <laughs> I'm going to be all right, Indy. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Ray Winston. Fuck no. you, Ray Winston. God damn it. Not you, but you. Not you, but you're... Ch- oh, you're choked. I don't, you know what, though? I don't know if anybody could save that, so... No, it, it's not his fault. We all know it's not the actor's fault. You did a good job. Um, okay, speaking <laughs> of actors who do their goddamn best, but it's just unfortunate. Um, the lead of this episode is... Jeff Conaway? Yeah. Now, Kara recognized him instantly, and she, she wouldn't stop saying it for the first two minutes. Like, Grease! Gre- I was like, is she a Grease fan? No, she's not. <laughs> she just knew it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, I just want to hear Grease! She, she said it like three times, four times in the first two minutes. I finally had to go, I, okay. Oh. I was like, I snapped at her. I was like, we I get it. <laughs> And then she, uh, he was also, I, I guess, oh, wait, what was his name on Gabe Wheeler, I believe, or Buddy Wheeler? No, it couldn't be Buddy, Buddy again. Oh, Bobby Wheeler on Taxi. Oh, it was Buddy in this. But It's Buddy, Buddy. Right? Oh, it's Buddy. I don't know why I remember that. They, no, I know why I remember it. Buddy. I remember it because Buddy Boy. Well, we'll get, we'll get there. Buddy Boy. Um, It's okay. I don't remember any of the other people's names, so this will be fun. I'm so excited. That's my other favorite part. Ooh. So, Um, yeah, Jeff Conaway, who is, I guess he was in Greece, and then, what else is he from? uh, uh, Taxi. He he played a recurring character there, uh, Bobby Wheeler. Um, But that's pretty, I mean, he's been, you know, the various shows, um, but those are the two big ones. He was Kanicki. In Greece? That's what she kept saying, Kanicki, over Kanicki. and over. Kanicki, like, Greece! Conway! Kanicki, Greece! <laughs> I was like, I, oh, I don't! I don't know what you're doing! <gasps> I don't know what that is! She was going, flibby, flob, flob, flib, flugarg. Gugagagi? Brandon's getting upset! We'll get there. boy! Slip a blob a doo-doo. It's like, oh. Aki-ti? 
Aki T. Aki Tutu. Oh, we'll get there. Yo, we're gonna get her. We're gonna get there. <laughs> I was like, I think this sucks. Oh, I wrote that down a lot. Oh, that's. I it. have a constant note in here that is, I think this sucks. I think this sucks. So, all right. Oh, Jeff Conway uh, <laughs> is. Uh, go ahead and set us up, Jack. I got you, bud. Former hippie turned architect. I wish I had known that. <laughs> because th- they start dropping that like early on of like this hippie, and I was like, "What?" But he doesn't. Uh, okay, you didn't see the Grateful Dead poster? I did, but I-, I just assumed he was a he did like book covers and album art. Yeah, that's really what I thought he did. Yeah, he kind of it reminded me of like uh, what is what does Billy Peltzer do? Is he an architect or he's he's an he's an he's like architect. A- he, yeah, he, he draws, just had that table, and every time I see that table, I go, Billy Peltzer. Yeah, he's a concept <laughs> illustrator. Okay, that's awesome. But it was not clear. I thought he was an illustrator for book covers. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that, that, it that does concept. make sense. But <laughs> instead, he's an architect. And hippie, but reformed, but not really hippie anymore, but kind of, but he's also turning 40, and he's upset about being old, but he sold it. And it's like, you got to make a fucking choice, guys. All of that. Fuck. And... Turning forty, when I when he said that, I was like forty. Oh, no. Now, guys, <laughs> this is actually somewhat prescient because Brandon's manifesting powers, folks. It's getting uncanny. I even went buddy powers, Brandon Windish. Oh no, no! Brandon and Brandon famously played Kaniki in in high school That's version right. of Greece. That's right. <laughs> But we are at the time of this recording, if you don't mind my sharing. I don't. It's Brandon's birthday next Thursday, next week. That's right. One week away. Yeah. One week from tonight. Yeah, from today. It's exciting. And I'm man. turning 40. He's turning 40. Which big is, uh, that's the thing. Everybody says that, which creates a sense of pressure. Yeah. That, not that, it, that's it, what it, you just it, did, but that's the thing. Everybody it, acts like. Forty is the thing. It's just a number. In fact, the other day, my mom, my mom's like, "What are you doing for your fortieth?" And I was like, "I don't know." And by, by the way, it's not. I don't. Why should I be the one to have to figure it out? Yeah. Uh, give me, give me, give this man some gifts. Give me, some, <laughs> give me. But she goes, "Well, Brandon, uh, with all," as she goes, "Well, Brandon, you only get to be forty once. You only get to be any age once." To which I was like, <laughs> "Yeah," and I only get to be forty-one once. <laughs> Like, so defensively about it. So, I, you know, immediately he guy, the guy says he's turning 40, which, by, by the way, I find hard to believe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe 48. How many, how many times have you been 40? If that guy, yeah, if that guy's 40, what do I look like? Do I look, like, he looks significantly older than I. I'm, you know, like we both. You're a handsome devil. In my opinion, we both look like young men. Aside from the fact that we have grays, we have <laughs> yeah. a little bit of gray. If I could dye my little beard, we still are fake because we're not heavy drinkers. We're not smokers. Like we don't, we're not, you know, we don't abuse our our skin. We don't like we're not leather tanning out in the sun, turning into leatherbacks. <laughs> like that doesn't happen. We're not wrinkled Johnnies. <laughs> This guy, seriously, looks like he took a, a catcher's glove <laughs> and stapled it to his face 
<laughs> and that's before the shitty high school makeup, right? Yeah, that's before the aging makeup that happens. And boy, I can't, oh I can't see. We just need to get through it. But yeah. anyway, he's turning forty, and I, yeah, Jack, you mentioned oh, yeah, my manifesting powers. Yes, and I went, holy fuck! Literally, next week I'm turning forty. This episode is going to be about a guy freaking out because he's turning forty. And guess what, guys? It's not. <laughs> His son's nowhere. a Nazi, kind of. What? I huh? guess a cool Nazi with sunglasses. He's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get into that swastika stuff. Just the armband. So anyway, um, uh, fucking he, stupid. Yeah. But can I ask you a question yeah, while we're talking about it? Because you're a couple year, years older than me, right? I'm I'm okay. forty two. How did you feel <laughs> on the eve of your fortieth? Not it, necessarily, you know, the lead up to it. I um. It 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 had it was right in the middle of lockdown. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. So yeah, because it was uh, 2020 when I turned yeah. 40. So it was kind of just like it was just a thing. It was just a number. I I genuinely wasn't like, oh, I gotta I gotta make something crazy happen because I guess I just didn't have that option. So I just went. It's it's just another day. Yeah. It's another it's another trip around the sun. It's another so forced to. Not be in control. You, there was nothing you could do to control the fact yeah. that there was nothing you could do right. to celebrate. No. Can't, you, get, can't get friends together. Can't go out. It's you just relinquished like, control. It was kind of nice. And just let, let the go. warm wash of, of fuck it. whatever. It was a nice, like just like, fuck it, whatever. Because time is a construct that we as human beings have created to make sense of the chaos that is this world. Brandon. Well, that's it's very, true. That's a... <laughs> It's a very mature way to... It is true. I learned that from Freddy's Nightmares. The one with all the clocks and shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was that one episode with a hundred clocks on the wall. That in Dial of Destiny. That's Told right. Us, That's right. Hey, we just, gotta, we just gotta keep doing our thing. Just keep doing it. So I'm trying, but that doesn't help... It doesn't necessarily make it easier, I, but I'm trying to keep, stick with that philosophy of just like, just what, what do you what do you care? Did it kind of suck for you to see him being like, oh, I'm basically dead. This guy? Like, yeah, bud, you're 40. Fucking let's Well, keep- the thing is, is I when you're talking about in this episode? Yeah. yeah. I didn't buy that he was four. I really, I was just like, this, Come because on, it has nothing to do with it. It doesn't. It has nothing to do once they mention it. Yeah. The, that birthday shit, it goes... Never, n- the core story is I am at odds with my son. That's my, it. My belief system is drastically different from my son's belief system. That's your story. That's the story. So the 40 has nothing to do... Frustrating. It, yeah. This is another one. This is like another one of those therapy episodes. Yes. Maybe someone was... Let's see this. One. No, it's not. I was like, Howie Lakin oh, showed up here my, to fucking teach us all a lesson. Did some punch-ups real quick. No, it's written by uh, uh, two people that have, have... I've never heard of these names. Rebecca Pogro? Pogro? Proving um, that women can write just as bad as men. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. And, and then uh, uh, David Calloway. <gasps> Calloway. Holloway. Calloway uh, directed it. This is his first credited directing role. He was Wait, you're dir- telling me he never directed anything before this? No shit. <laughs> he was the director of photography on just about every Freddy's Nightmares episode, but this is his... Uh, oh, really? He was yeah, a DP, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he. This is his first credit, and I mean, it's all it's all shot. But yeah, there's not a lot of like. It's not necessarily shot well. Yeah, I mean, it's crisp. I guess the lighting's fine, but it's not. There's nothing. 
The lighting's a little. Sorry, I don't want to get too yeah, far yeah. ahead. The, the the lighting's a little too fine in one scene with the flashlight where the girl's looking for a birth certificate. We can talk about that later. Oh, you have to remind me because I I started. Die. I mean, I really started zoning out. I think. Yeah. No, that's not true. I actually did. I was just taking copious notes because I was. I think I was bored. So oh. all right. So anyway, you. That's that's where we're at with turning forty. Let's move on. Let's, yeah, it, yeah, That's yeah. it. It's a construct. It means nothing. Yeah. Um. Just <laughs> like this episode proves. <laughs> Uh, this show is gospel, but I did notice the guy from Friday Thirteenth Part Six, motherfucking the sheriff, <laughs> my favorite, <laughs> motherfucking the sheriff, motherfucking the sheriff, baby. I, what did I say? Uh, his coworker and ponytail enthusiast, Fred <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> He's what I love him in this episode, and I defy that, you. Just by the way, you just answered a question I have, <gasps> so thank you. But okay, go ahead. Oh, that's we'll awesome. get to that too. I was just gonna say I. Is there a? I can't think of a more '80s getup than what he was. The way he was designed in this, <laughs> I can't. Like, uh, I wrote it down. I went, God damn, um, jean button-up shirt. So not a jean jacket, but a jean, like you know, you'd wear with a yes. suit and tie. Yes, jean like you would wear if you were on. Hey, dude. <laughs> And if you went that, and then you'd have the, uh, they call it the Canadian tuxedo. Yes. Where they go, jean shirt, jean jacket, and jean. Yes. <laughs> I love that they call it. Um, she's got, he's got jean button-up, black suspenders. Whoa. On top of the jean button-up, mustache, and small ponytail, which will come up as a <laughs> small. small. It's so small. It's just a little, it's a little, tra- almost like a rat tail. Yeah. It's like not a pony. It's not a rat. It's kind of like an Egon Spangler from the cartoon Ghostbusters. You, Jesus Christ, that is <laughs> that is apt. That's an apt description. And also, I'm sorry, I just giggled like Krusty the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, just a couple of giggling goose having a grand old time. So it's good to see the motherfucking the sheriff. In yeah, this. dude, he's wonderful. Um, no idea who these uh, writers and directors. Okay, that's my next note here. Um, <laughs> Okay. Um, Pretty much uh, a, a Buddy is having, he had a fight with his son, John. The two seem to be growing apart. Buddy reluctantly agrees to wrap up his work and head home because Fred's like, hey, man, come on. You're turning 40. Let's go home. Let's go Fred? to Fred? Uh, uh, Fred. Uh, Fred. The character's name is Fred? Fred and Buddy. And I was like, Fred, Buddy, Freddy. Uh, yeah, his uh, the sheriff is named Fred Now, come, now come on. Don't call. Don't give anybody else the 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 name. I and I, and I especially by the way because the the character is <sighs> oh I got problems with that too. <sighs> I'm not mad Rebecca. at you. I'm just disappointed. Becky. 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 Come on, baby. Baby, come over here. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down for a second. Every woman loves it when you call them baby. <laughs> baby, come here. Come here. Come. Oh no! Oh, I Am I back? Oh, you're back. You're back. What's going on here? Let me let me see what I can do. Oh yeah. Doo-doo-doo. Hang tight, everybody. I'm getting whoa. whoa. I'm getting some crazy interference here. Oh man. I'm unplugging. Hold on. <gasps> oh god, it's just me. Um, I'm back. Uh, oh, he's back. Thank God. Is it working? I was trying to. Say, you're sounding good. No cutty outs. Testing. Hello. What the fuck? Oh, I think it Lord. works fine now. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm just gonna leave this. Thing dangling between my legs here. Well, what are you we'll going to do with the microphone cord? Not going to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Peepee joke. <laughs> um, okay, so my buddy and Fred. <gasps> my buddy and Fred. Um, oh yes. Uh, uh, I will say 
the one part of the episode I liked a lot was upon stepping outside, Buddy is immediately descended upon by Michael DeLuca's Leather Daddy gang. <laughs> they they taunt him and then stab him. <laughs> Those guys, I wrote down, thug in foreground, leather vest, no shirt, thug in background, white shirt tucked into leather pants, leather hat, and fingerless leather gloves oh my god stabbing thug i couldn't quite get a read it looked like black jeans black sweatshirt he didn't my only theory was he didn't want blood on his leather but those guys when they came out i was like they reminded me of uh either what's the police academy the blue oyster the guys for the blue oyster (laughs) something there or it also reminded me of um Hey, you can't talk to that guy. Though. Oh, right. You can't talk. My boys are going to come in here. Hey, yeah, hey, what's the big deal? Hey, you can't talk to them like that. They just, these, this leather daddy biker gang rolls up on him. And they go, hey, old man, stab. Oh, we just want to talk to you. Stab. Which is interesting because I did see in the end credits it said uh, uh, leather daddy consultant Michael DeLuca. He gave himself another credit. <laughs> That's why this episode exists. He's like, I kind of want to. You know that they did it, they shot it, and then he watched the dailies. DeLuca watched the dailies, and he was like, no! Not how it's done! (laughs) Insisted on shooting a whole day. He's the close-up of the hand stabbing. He does it. And he says, here's the reason why you stab. Because it's intimate. Because when you feel the blood from another man coursing over your hands, you know that you've done something beautiful. And he hops on his motorcycle, guns it, and drove right through fucking Warner Brothers and shit everywhere. <laughs> Deluxe. This is before he was the head of Warner Brothers. The legend. He just did it. <laughs> Who is that guy? I'm going to own this fucking company one day. Scream! <laughs> he did a donuts on the conference room everywhere. table. <laughs> on the table itself? How did you? Yeah, Joe Dante's like, I'm trying to prep Gremlins 2 here. <laughs> <laughs> I got one note for you. More leather. <laughs> oh, Deluxe. You're the coolest. Oh, I don't want to talk about this episode. I know we're done. Anything. Uh, I'll give the bear boy uh, uh, pretty much. Sta- they, he gets stabbed. And then uh, uh, and then Buddy awakens uh, badly wounded in a prison cell of a strange fascistic army some hippie graffiti is the only color that breaks through the bleakness of his prison he's no, wounded and, and that, yes yeah bud so here's the thing there's two issues in the scene that drove me through the fucking roof i love okay i love what <laughs> Brandon, Brandon. you have the most beautiful righteous anger and i like being around it <laughs> let it out baby most people think i'm being like they're like Jesus, is he about to explode? You're, no, this you're is just passionate me. about I'm not storytelling. Angry, you guys. Okay, uh, just Charles Grodening it. I'm, yeah, dude. I'm trying to get the lead role in Clifford uh, Redux. <laughs> Clifford's. I always wanted to have a show. <laughs> James Cameron's Clifford's. <laughs> you know how they have a comedians in cars getting coffee and all yeah. that stuff. I always wanted to have Off Road with Charles Groden. That's a real thing, not really, but kind of. And he was dead at this point already. Oh, uh, that would have been awesome. But just have him driving a thing like You hey, mean his corpse? You know I was Okay. Oh, <laughs> you just have to drive off road and he just like kind of slumps around in the car and you just have to avoid getting Charles Groden all over you. Ew, Groden. Oh. Grody. Oh no. <laughs> oh boy. All this right. one is gonna be fun. This will be fun. Oh. So okay, we that's you know, mileage may vary if this is fun for you. <laughs> um 
we're in the wacky, wacky fascist. No, the things that bother me about this, this immediately. First of all, it's this guy is playing it like he's really trying to prove that he can act. Yes, and it's such a disconnect from the rest of the scene. I want to just be like, read the room because when you the. This isn't the actor's fault, by yeah. the way. Actors, he, he's doing a good performance, but it's the wrong move, and maybe, it makes it look stupid. It does. It's so heartfelt and maudlin, yes, that it's like watching a fucking Roberto Benini movie. <laughs> I'll bet this is what that Jerry Lewis movie where he like leads the children into the concentration camp. The day the the, the yeah. day the clown cried. I'll yes, bet this is like the <laughs> just needs a it needs a director to go, hey. It's Freddy's nightmares. Yeah. We can camp it up a little bit. Your son is a pretend Nazi. Don't go for the Oscar. Don't yes. It's Don't. So, it'll be stupid. I you know what's I, I this is one of my favorite things, and I don't want to tab open too much. It's okay. But we'll go a little <laughs> bit. But I remember being a young actor and I wanted to make my my professor proud. And we were doing Lend Me a Tenor. And which is a which is a farce. That is a farce. That yeah. is a, a silly Ken Ludwig, a, adorable, hilarious farce. Door slamming. And there's a part where my character, <laughs> you know, the uh, door slamming, door slamming. <laughs> Nothing makes you laugh harder than a slam. I love a good slamming door. <laughs> you slam a door. I'm a happy guy. Um, but in, in the scene, I remember yeah, uh, uh, a doll's house by Henrik Ibsen <laughs> is like the ultimate door slam ending. It's <gasps> really funny. Oh man. <laughs> Doll's house farce. <laughs> All right, sorry, Jack. No, sorry. no, 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 no. But it, it's that idea of um, uh, uh, my character at this point uh, thinks. Now it's all a misunderstanding, but in his eyes, he thinks that this guy is dead and his career is over. So he he has this thing where he's shaking him and screaming to the heavens. And I was like, I really want to make my director proud, so I'm going to go for it. And I did it as if. My career was over, and she goes, Jack, it's good. It's not funny at all. Yeah. And she was 100% right. She's like, you are in a comedy. And like that idea of, oh, it needs to be truthful, but it needs to be the right tone, tone. The, the right genre. Yeah, and and that works for, for drama, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's... Yeah, you have to... Tone is everything. And tone is everything. We talk a lot about this in horror. Um... You can have comedy and horror, and you be careful of making fun of the threat. If you are not taking, yes, if the monster's here, and I'm like, oh boy, gonna be one of those days, Brandon. I wrote you, Joss Whedon. (laughs) Got him. Um, (laughs) When when you take him down a notch, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. When you're flippant about the threat, that sends a certain message. So finding it's a fascinating thing to me of like tone and then know the world that you're in and the performance to give when you're in that world. And that's a director's job. That's not yeah. that, that, I mean it helps if you're the actor and you can know that. That's what makes you awesome. Hmm. But the direct if you're not doing it, the, it's up to the fucking director to help you out. And I've got a couple of director's tips in this episode. <gasps> yeah, dude. Now, here's a writer's tip, <gasps> Becky. <laughs> Babe. Here's the other problem. <laughs> doll. Here's the other problem, doll face. Get those gams over here. Let's go look at you. You can say, how did I get here? That can be a question your protagonist answers. You can open us up in the middle of what the fuck land. Mm-hmm. You can, well, hold on. Actually, I just contradicted myself. You can say, how did I get here? How did I, in your opening scene. But you, you cannot say, how did I get where am I? 
Does that make sense? Yes. Like, he gets stabbed in the stomach, wakes up, oh, and we're, we are suddenly, and he is like, what is this? But we're also like, wait. Didn't you get stabbed? Yeah, where this are is, you? This is too, uh, another fun thing is, you know, uh, there's a rule like you get one fantastical element yes. per story. If you have time travel, also through. Uh-huh. Ryan, John- uh-huh. Ryan Johnson. Uh-huh. If you have time travel and also psychic telekinesis, things are going to get a little wonky. Right. You, and you can do it, but it's tricky. Yes, you're abs- I That didn't click yeah, for me. He's, he's- You've been stabbed. So, number one, I have a question. How, how am I still alive? I was dying. How did I get here? Yes. So but he also- can wake up and go, and he's in a creepy hospital. Yes. And you can go, how did I get here? Uh. And that's okay. Yes. But instead, it's not a hospital. It's, I guess, a jail. But th- even that's not clear because you just described it has hippie flower power words written on it, which I don't understand, which makes me go, so what is this? Yeah. What is the jail? Are we, and are, it's, a, it's a hippie jail. He's not a hippie. He was stabbed. Oh, his it's, son the jail, is... it's the jail of his mind, Oh, Jack. shit. I'm stupid. Not yeah, the you're writing. the idiot. We're the fucking idiots. <laughs> Becky's laughing all the way to the bank tonight. You dumb fucks. So anyway, don't pull the shit on me. That's like that. And not right off the bat either. Yeah. Like, I don't like to be disoriented. This is a personal preference. I don't like to be just so disoriented off the bat. I haven't we haven't met his son yet. No, it doesn't mean And here, if you want to know another thing, here's one more kind of weird thing. So he pulls these pictures of his son out of his pocket. One of them is just of his son holding a twenty dollar bill. It's like I get it. <laughs> he likes money. He loves money. This motherfucking kid is different from me and loves money. But then his son comes in in shadow, like hiding the first, his face. His entire monologue is yes. in shadow so i was like oh they're trying to have it be a scarier reveal that it's been me this whole time but some of his lines in the scene are about son it's you so why and we haven't even seen the son yet. we haven't met the son we haven't established the relationship this happens he- after the breakfast table scene ah! this happens before the breakfast table no scene. i'm saying it's where it's supposed to oh, happen yes yes like so, you have to you you have to set the characters up with their true selves before you can shake it up into their weird shit. Establish improv. Establish your base reality before you get wacky. <sighs> Becky, Becky, come here, come here. All right, so that's that's where we're jumped up. <laughs> we're, we're we're in that area, but the <laughs> oh god! But then, um, Becky, you're gonna get a spanking. <laughs> <laughs> But then oh, after this oh. stupid fucking nightmare sequence, I guess. Oh. Um I will say uh, it hard cuts to this motherfucker giant picture of milk. Yes. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> I I saw that and went, "Oh, Brandon's going to be about happy about this." No, it's, <laughs> this is the first time a character's actually interacted with the giant picture of milk. Oh. Now the picture of milk the recurring prop of a pitcher of milk in the show is so fucking perplexing, but at the very least, I can it, always write it off as, maybe I'm just imagining it, because nobody ever touches it. This dude's fucking pouring it into his crispy flakes, 
pouring it as if it's a normal thing to pour a pitcher of milk <laughs> out of a carton into your cereal make him instantly hateable for me. <laughs> instantly hateable. You you put that pitcher down. <laughs> I do like I do like I don't know if you might have noticed this too. So they have just the mom and son and pitcher of milk. When the dad comes in, the camera pans over to reveal pitcher of orange juice as well. It's like oh, I love it. Now pitcher of orange juice that, that at that, least that, seems it makes sense because maybe it's even fresh squeezed. Oh, because they do have some big old oranges or grapefruit I, or something on the. Something in the middle of the table. <laughs> and the mom takes them and just scrapes, but doesn't actually remove anything. She's just like wafting the general juice, <laughs> the general smell of it. I'm like, what is, what's going on in this uh, breakfast? Nobody eats anything. Again, mean, well, the son's eating because he's eating and chewing and doing uh, his lines at the same time. It's so fucking annoying. Ugh. I was I was instantly annoyed. I don't like this. I really was like, I don't think I'm going to like this. Oh, no. I was I, real fast. I, I heard the on this same episode. thing. I was like, is something wrong with me? Because I'm not having fun. <laughs> That's right. Because you remember the last episode we watched also started with Breakfast Table, but then everything went fucking ape shit. Yes. The wall split. And I was like, this is the coolest yes. thing ever. This is the opposite. Oh, no. This is the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is. I think we need this episode. I think so too. I think so too. We're gonna lay into you a little bit, but we love we you are. still. We you are. Fu- you fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> you ordered how much on pay per view? God. <laughs> look, we love you, but we don't like you. <sighs> this episode. Look, I don't have to like you. I have to take care of you. We got to raise you. But that's it. <laughs> uh, um. Okay. So uh, uh, Buddy joins his family who are very worried about him. They hear him screaming. He tells his son that he's got a new boss at work. And John, his son, seems very excited for him. John? John. Okay. Just John. (laughs) He likes the business. Buddy tries to connect with his son, but John is determined to become Gordon Gecko from Wall Street. (sighs) He loves money. I love it. They had a picture of him with it. They're on Fortune. They're in Fortune 500. Buy some stock, Dad. Oh Jesus! Could you imagine having a oh boy? Uh, and just when I'm starting to get annoyed, <laughs> I mean, the camera pans over oh. to an open microwave. <laughs> an open microwave. And it's so funny because now we have gotten conditioned on this show to when. Especially in the first several minutes of the spot, episode. Spot the Krugs. Yeah. <laughs> if, can... if, if the camera starts to do something. We're going to zoom in on this oven. I'm like, yeah. I know where you're fucking coming from. But even then, <laughs> it's still. I like the first I was like, one. wait. No. I thought it was going to be maybe his head. Again, We've been. Oh, it's always usually Freddy's head shows up somewhere. But he actually, this is like the episode with Jill Whitlow. He materializes. <laughs> I'm just going to describe it. It's, uh, you know, maybe his head shows up, or maybe it's a crossfade. That's, I guess, what I'm expecting, a crossfade to the boiler room. But instead, Freddy materialized sitting crisscross applesauce. I love it, like a proper boy. Like a proper little boy. proper little boy. In a microwave. (laughs) On a rotating disc. On a rotating disc. (laughs) Just like you'd have your little meal going around in circles. (laughs) Like, fuck. Little small Freddy in a microwave. I love it so much. Okay, and what does he say? Buddy boy's a bit behind the times, but I'm about to get him a little, I'm about to give him a little food for thought. Then he shakes, 
Sparks start popping up everywhere. His hat falls off, oh, and Freddy explodes into baked beans. Oh, <laughs> this was the highlight. This might have been. This was the highlight of the episode, which is why we're going to talk about it for an hour and a half. Fucking strap in, folks. <laughs> now, oh. I don't know about that line. Yeah. Th- a lot of the lines. So, yeah, okay, Buddy Boy's a bit behind the times. I get it. But I'm about to give him a little food for thought. And by the way, I didn't get it because I still was thinking the episode was about him turning 40. Yeah. And I was just like, what is this superfluous conversation about, like, or, what you know, about money? I just yeah. didn't get it yet. I was, honestly... Anytime somebody talked for more than a sentence in this episode, I was I zoned <laughs> Upset. out. Like I don't remember a single everything you described mm-hmm. at the table, I'm like, I don't remember them saying any of that. It this one I I rewatched a few times and it just would not stick. It wouldn't stick. I was like, what? And the more I watched it, the more I'm like, wait, what is are we worried about turning 40 or are we worried about our son growing apart from us and making different choices? And also, I'm a hippie, but I'm not enough of a hippie. That That's what leads to his downfall. They're like, you've betrayed being a hippie and sold out to become one of us. Like, fucking guys. This guy's the problem, not Charles Manson. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, yes. Like, oh, this guy who just had to get a job is the problem in the hippie culture. What? Not the fact that, like, a fucking dude convinced a bunch of women to murder a bunch of innocent people. You know what I mean? Like, if we're really going to have something to say about some shit. Like, what is... <sighs> fuck off, Becky. <laughs> All right. Now, I don't... I didn't... I started writing notes for a line. I didn't actually get to... I didn't write a line down. I I honestly... I don't... I I have a couple. Nothing that I was... It's because the situation is muddy that I also can't really get a read on, like, what are we trying to do here? What are we trying to set up? So I just have bullshit. Okay, what do you got? And then I'm going to make mine up. (gasps) Fuck yes. Based on my notes. Okay. Uh, You want the short one? The quick one or the, the long one? Do, whichever. Do, awesome. do, I'll take any of them. This one doesn't make any sense. Ding! Dinner's Freddy! <laughs> That's it. <laughs> that has nothing to do with the episode. <laughs> and this next one is a little bit... Uh, so, I wanted this next one is he's rotating. Now, the thing is, he rotates and stops when he says his line. What I wanted is like when the microwave's <laughs> going, he keeps going. Ro- so he keeps rotating. Around. He's like, oh, oh, hold on, wait. So imagine him <laughs> rotating, but also, but also rotating too far and having to turn back and then. Pay- so he goes, "Free love, nah, bitch. Free. Go- oh, hold on a second. And then wait, wait, wait. Uh, make glove and gore. And then it comes around again. He goes, counter culture, more like kitchen counter culture. Um, and, and he, he just can't get his one liner." <laughs> Highly dumb. They just kept the whole thing in because they were like, "Fuck it, we we can't stop Robert. Fuck he's, it. he's coming around." So what? All right, these are just the notes that I have. I'm just gonna try to make something up with these little notes. Hell's yeah. Um. All right. Uh. I'm gonna. T- oh. I'm gonna teach Buddy a lesson about. I don't know. I'm gonna teach Buddy a lesson about economics. <gasps> Oven if it kills me. Oh, microwave but- oven. I don't know. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Um. How about uh, uh, uh? It sounds like Buddy's uh values 
family values are a little half baked. Oh, that's very good. Okay, yeah. how about this one? Um, these are again. I just have. I wrote down half baked. Brandon, that's still good. Brandon, Often if it kills me. Okay, here. How about Often this one? If it kills, oh. looks like Buddy and Billy. What's his son's name? Uh, John. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> looks like Buddy and Billy. John, have a, <laughs> Jesus, have a real love reheat relationship. Oh, I like that very much. Um, <sighs> if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. <laughs> and then lastly, nuke them if you got them. Fuck. Nuggets are ready. <laughs> Nuggets are ready, yes. <laughs> Dude. Who wants fish sticks? Oh my god! <laughs> Don't use the popcorn button. <laughs> I like I. Oh, and I also I wish. Oh man, I wish they could have just closed the microwave door. Well, that's the thing. He starts to shake and explode, and Kara goes. The microwave's um, open. She goes. It's okay, Freddie. The door's not closed. Oh, Kara, you're a saint. Yes, looking out it. for our Freddie. It's okay. You're not gonna get hurt. Yeah, he, he's such a show off. It's he's so dramatic. <laughs> Nothing's even <laughs> happening. The door's open. <laughs> um, this brings us to the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life, which is a character says, <laughs> "I like salsa. <laughs> it calms me down." Salsa on a salad calms me down, buddy. You're a weird guy. And that's a guy that said. Okay, it's I don't know. I don't uh, remember who it, said it. I do like the cut. It goes from the chunky bean, Freddie, directly to pouring salsa on a salad. That's what I'm saying. Now, now, I, a salad. Uh, if it was perhaps a a taco bowl of some sort, sure, sure, or nacho chips that nacho you could also chips. microwave in an oven. oven. But yeah, this guy's pouring. It, it looks to me like a cob salad. Yeah, there's and, there's egg and ham. And here's the thing. Salsa. He doesn't say anything. It doesn't have to be a salad. It doesn't make sense. And also, what he says <laughs> has never been said by a human being. Salsa calms me down. Brandon, for those listeners at home, do you know when Yosemite <laughs> Sam gets so angry he begins levitating? Brandon is off the ground. <laughs> it's so good, my friend. Fuck you with the salsa. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. All right, <sighs> let's talk about his job. Yeah, uh, let's see. At work, Buddy has been given a new assignment that will have him designing a banking firm headquarters, which will be built upon the beautifully scenic Coldwater Valley. Okay. He, he gripes to his ponytailed work friend, but his new, very young, attractive uh, male boss overhears the complaints and summons Buddy to his office. Now, great summary, Jack. <laughs> yes, <laughs> We got two things I want to talk about here, at least. Yes. Before we get into this office of the, the boss's office, this boss's 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 office, boss's office, boss's office. <laughs> That's oh, a good shit. one. That'll be a nice. Um, first and foremost, I guess let's just say this: Spring. Add this to the map. Springwood National Bank. I got. Oh yes, yes. I do have another address for us later. I have I have the address where oh, there's a couple of addresses I think here. Yep, yep, yep. Um, that's another landmark. Uh, the but it's also that Springwood National Bank is the best account of the Springwood architecture firm, which is at this point nameless. Yes, but Sp- I imagine Springwood, it's Springwood architecture. architecture firm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Springwood National Bank is a bank in the valley. They say in Cold, the valley, Coldwater Valley, Coldwater Valley, which is right runs right in the middle of the Blackies, <laughs> right in the middle of the Black Mountains. 
that are right there in Springwood, Ohio. So <sighs> we're adding that in there. This is officially Nightmare Canon. There you go. This map is coming. Um, but here's the deal. Talk about just worlds colliding. Oh, <gasps> yes. Because Dipshit's boss is played by none other than motherfucking Tony Crane from Saved by the Bell. The guy that plays the Saved by the Bell is in Freddy's Nightmares. <laughs> it's all over. Has is there any? Uh, oh, I wonder. Is there any other crossover? Is there? I'm. This might be it. This might be it. This is it's your unfortunate. Like, this is the Venn diagram. Skink. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, baby. <laughs> it's insane. What's this actor's name? Tony Crane is. Oh, it's like don't Tony Crane is the the professor is the, on Saved by the is Bell. Is the substitute teacher for this Saved by the Bell? This guy's name is Hank Stratton. That's right. Great Mr. name. Great name. Hank. Great if you're name. out there. He is. He's listening. Keep on stratting. Uh, Tony Crane is his name, Tony. as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Tony Crane. <laughs> Kara goes, if his fucking teeth shines, Cling, gl- then I'm going to shit, is he's what he said. He's a handsome man. He really is. Jesus. So that's all I really have to say about the rest of the episode. Good night. To good night. <laughs> um, other than we're in his office. What is that ram's head all about? <laughs> Wait, there's bones. Oh, I, what did I write? Uh, 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 Mr. Trainer's the boss. This guy's got skulls in his office. <laughs> of course he does. This guy's got skulls in his office. Of course office. he does. Yeah. There's skulls everywhere. In case everywhere. you don't get it that I'm supposed to be a nefarious character. Yeah. I like dead things. Yeah. Not only is my hair slicked back. Ooh. And so- I have an foggy office Ooh, it is slicked back hard yeah it is it's downright uh trumpian yes uh, uh, well, i forget if it's whichever one of the trump kids the yeah. the good looking one <laughs> <laughs> um yeah it is power slick yeah <laughs> yes dingleberry trump's hair on he looks like the cover of american psycho the book american psycho yes um anyway okay so they talk for a minute i don't know whatever bank in the valley <laughs> Uh, he basically tells him, hey, uh, you better start wearing suits. You better start shaping oh, up. That's right. Stop talking trash. That's You're right. You're going to do this or else. That's right. It's the new the new world order's taking over. Yeah. Your hippie bullshit ideals are out the fucking window. It's time for the new 80s Reagan era. Yes. Get ready. Yeah. Reaganomics. Not, not bad for the country, actually. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> actually, speaking of, if we're going to get political, <laughs> it, it kind of, a lot of it worked in, in the country's favor. Um <laughs> and then all out the door with Obama. <laughs> oh no, this is turning into a very different podcast. Oh, uh, uh, but he comes home to find his son John and his school friends doing something truly appalling: partying, drugs, orgy. No, bank party. There's a sign, a banner <laughs> that says Springwood Bank with an exclamation mark. <laughs> Get kill the kid. Hey, you should have smothered him when he was an infant, bud. And do you want to know? Some- I'm just going to go ahead and jump ahead a little bit, please. Because also, you don't find this out until the episode. Do you remember anything kind of remarkable about his son that's no. never mentioned? Nothing. He's adopted. That- okay. Do they ever say that? Nope. Not a single time. Not a si- Oh, Brandon, I'm so sorry, Brandon. <laughs> For those at home, Brandon is is trying because it's to- a huge, uh, it's, it's a, a huge it's a thing. plot point. It's also a thing that you could address where, why are you so different from me? And that could be a source of, well, dad. 
Instead, all of that is ported over to the next part of the episode where it makes no sense. Where he swings in quick with a character we've never met and goes, hey, I was adopted. Who's literally not in this episode, even a shot. There's no Freddy bumpers, Brandon. Now I'm getting upset. (laughs) (laughs) You broke the formula. Stop it. Luckily, the episode is saved by maybe the scariest nightmare I've ever seen in my life, which is the old all-black suits in the closet nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) What do I wear? Really scary. Uh, Can I, real quick, I I just want to set this up. Jeff Conaway has a lot of trouble with his tie in this episode. (laughs) He, He has this, I wrote it down in so many, it's like, this guy does not understand. He's always doing the thing where, you know, trying to loosen the tie, but it never loosens. And I'm someone might be like, well, that's, that's a symbol. I'm like, I, ties are not that complicated. Every episode, every, he's like, oh, he's like, ugh. Like he's being they, strangled. And again, like, that's a motif that they're setting up to do something. And I, yes. But like, just unloosen the tie. And there comes a point later where he talks to the tie. Or what? I, I'll, See, I don't even remember this dude, shit. Dude. I just watched this last night. <laughs> I, mu- I must have really... I, I mean, no, if you guys don't know, I hated it. Oh, um, this is a good one. Okay, so he has this dumb nightmare about the he, that he's fucking living Ernest P. Worrell's life. <laughs> <laughs> Where every, every outfit oh is the God. same. What Pee Wee Herman's life. Oh, um, yeah. But we do get... One there is one good thing in this episode. What's that? And that's a Polaroid transformation into an ape from Congo. <laughs> Super white, <laughs> ugly gorilla. Go away. <laughs> what are you doing, John? It's a school project. By the way, oh, I watched it like three nights ago. Oh. I watched Congo <gasps> because I was like on our this adventure kick, Dude. and I was like, I'm gonna watch it. I'm Con- doing it. Congo's, I'm gonna watch Congo. Congo's I put it on and I was like, I fucking love this fucking movie. <laughs> fucking talking gorillas. This is a great movie. Then I went like the next day to edit uh, one of our episodes, <gasps> and we talked about Congo. And it's me. Thre- There's a thing where I'm like, last night I threatened Kara with putting Congo on, <laughs> and I ended up not doing it. It's and I go to I go back into Kara and I'm like, this is. What I'm manifesting in this world is insane. Dude. I wish it could be to my benefit. <laughs> We're going to hear a knock on the door. It's Deluxe. We're going to hear a... It's our time. <laughs> hop on the, we both hop on the back of his bike. He opens up a switchblade at first. Stabs me. <laughs> Get on. Okay. Oh, wait. <laughs> Why did you stab me? Because I love it. I love stabbing. I got to put it something. <laughs> Okay. I gotta put it in some kind it's of going slit somewhere. The city of Zinge is absolutely <laughs> true. It's so good. Herka Marhamoka. And Bruce Campbell in the beginning. What? Can, how could you not love it? How can you not love Congo? What kind of a monster doesn't love Congo? What about the mo- What about the gorillas? Put them on the endangered species list. Now watching this. <laughs> by the way, watching Congo. Oh, the spirit of Africa. Da, 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 da. Uh, watching it, I realized, and I've always known this, and I'm sure we talked about this like, just a couple fucking episodes ago. <laughs> but we're going to talk about we're Congo, talk about Congo a little a bit more. A lot. Um, uh, I, uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> John Patrick Shanley. <laughs> yes, uh, that's uh, what I wanted uh, to say. Uh, uh, Dylan No, Wolf, oh, oh, oh. Amy. So we talked, originally Congo was supposed to be a vehicle for Sean Connery. 
Sean Connery right. was supposed to play the Ernie Hudson role. Oh my gosh! But when uh, uh, Michael Crichton found out that there was no way he could get a gorilla to do what he wanted it to do, okay, he just abandoned it and turned it into a book. Interesting. Still wish that movie could exist. Talked about this in another episode. I apologize, but watching it again the other night, I actually was like, "Oh, Ernie Hudson's doing a Sean Connery impression." I, do your line. Do your I, line that I, you always do. Yes, okay. and do it a little. Lean towards Sean Connery with see. it. My name's Monroe. I'm your great white hunter, though I happen to be black. If it was Sean Connery in blackface, yes, that's <laughs> what it was supposed to be. Oh my god, no! <laughs> <laughs> and crazily enough, he is in Rising Sun, <gasps> Sean Connery, and he's in blackface, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, he's in blackface and Great Train Robbery because of the whole scene on of, oh, on boy. top of the train where and he's the smoke's blowing out he, of his face. He does some light, I guess, yellow face in a in a in a, the James Bond. Is that you only live twice? Yes, you only live twice. Oh, Connery. Yeah, that's not his fault. Hey, he's just he's just getting the paycheck. It's the sign of the times, folks. You can't. <laughs> okay, enough about Congo. It's not the worst thing to slap a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Barbara Walton. Sometimes you have to slap, especially if their name's Rebecca. They no. wrote this episode of <laughs> fucking Freddy's Nightmares. <laughs> right, better. <laughs> That's for blasphemy. <laughs> We've brought it full circle. We're going Indiana Jones, folks. Hold on tight. All right. So um, uh, how about that Pink Floyd tribal hippie the wall bullshit music? I've never seen the wall. And I was like, is this all the wall thing? <laughs> I think it was. I think so. I've never seen it, and I was like, "This feels like the wall," because everybody's all, "Oh, look at them!" They're. <laughs> I also wrote fake Nazis. I hate these guys. Uh-huh. There was a lot of stuff. Um, Let's see, yeah, High but you answered my question because I wasn't sure. He finds something on the ground. He he finds a book that John left behind, and and no, the, that might be skipping ahead. I don't know what it, I know what oh! it is now. But it's a bloody hippie scalp. It's, it's it's Egon's it's his, ponytail. It's his buddy's ponytail. Yeah. Okay. I th- when it happened, I was like, "What the fuck is that supposed to be?" I was like, "Is it a hippie ponytail scalp?" Because I didn't notice the motherfucking sheriff. The motherfucking sheriff. Motherfucking the sheriff getting folded backwards. So touching ponytail. Oh no, my ponytail! I don't want my ponytail getting trod upon. Please, it's got dirt in it. Uh, oh. I'm going to go ahead and skip ahead to the part where yeah. um, Tony Crane walks into frame and says, come. I love you so <laughs> much, Brandon. I was like, hold on, let me find it. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. If you would take a quick look yeah. right there. Um, I was like, I'm going to take this note and I'm going to say it, but I don't know if Brandon, do you see? Where is it? Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, coming. Oh, there. Okay. Coming. Uh, coming. I forget what it is. Come, Come walk with, with me. And talk was, with me. It reminded me of the Splinter from Where's Master Splinter? Coming to a conclusion. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> but you got to take the space. He does, and it's his. It's his like face. It suddenly cuts to his face, and he just goes, "Come." <laughs> Walk, Walk with, with me. me. Talk with me. I was like, oh, God, bud. Hey, I, hey, take. can you take the air out between come, walk with me, talk with me? Just connect those thoughts. You want me to come in the air? You want me to come yeah, in the air? Got I it. got you. That is our third come joke. Yes. <laughs> That's our third. Yay, Woo! we did it. We got it. We're back, baby. Um, but yeah, I, I was like, that's weird. That's a weird. <laughs> I was just like going, come. This is, it, and, you know, I think years from now, on my deathbed, I'll, I'll remember... <laughs> The episode I hated the most of Freddy's Nightmares 
still also brought me joy in that Tony Crane from there's a <sighs> close up of Tony Crane from Saved by the Bell saying come <laughs> we got a microwave freddy baked beans freddy. exploding see not everything look this Fucking is still pitch, better pitcher of milk i love it <laughs> fuck it <laughs> <laughs> this is still better than the last season of whatever Star Wars was just Aww. came out on Disney fucks. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Disney's boat, cur- Disney boat Disney's movie, boat, <laughs> Disney boat, Disney oh, boat. Speaking of Disney, motherfucking the sheriff turns into a Han Solo. <gasps> what? Oh, they carbonite him! Yes! Oh my god, uh, 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 Buddy's boss reveals what happens to the unwanted oldies. They are turned into little old hands and head statues. The Leather Daddy squad is back and shows what Fred has become. Buddy starts bleeding again, and the boss has a taste of his sweet hippie blood. Oh, that's right, he licks his fingers? Yeah, he like puts his... And yeah, now we're like, okay, he's bleeding still. His friend... They turn they turn oldies into statues. Oldies. Why? What? <laughs> they Han Solo. They, they Han Solo them. They why? I wonder where that prop is. Oh, <gasps> somewhere there's a. Do you sheriff. think motherfucking the sheriff has it still, dude? What what is his? Name? He's so good. I I really like. It. Uh, no, he's he's a good actor. Super um, solid. Uh, uh, not Buddy Powers. There he is. Fred Thomas. David. Uh, either Cajun or Kagan. Kagan. David Kagan. Yes. Yeah. 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 Sheriff Garrison. Theater. Friends. He's got a real theater background too. For real. Like, oh, um, dude, he's wonderful. He, yeah, he is. He's a really good. He is a really good actor. Um. Why is he in this episode? It's you, you, like <laughs> he's there to be like, "Hey, man, go to your party. Oh, he, I'll show he, you what happens to me or what happens to you. Yeah, this is what could happen to you." Even though he's not, well, no, he is a hippie. Wait, wait, because he's got a <laughs> ponytail. Yes. Oh, yeah. I don't, is is he like a hippie who's like, get with the times, brother? I don't know. <sighs> Look, it's unclear. Congratulations, Howard Lakin, <laughs> because <laughs> you've been usurped. And you're like, what are you? What's happening? All right, look. My next note is machine gun fire. So dangerous. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Let's see, buddy. They got sculpture. Yeah, buddy has escaped. Oh, sweet, sweet, sweet. This is great. Um, buddy has escaped and made it back home. He somehow escapes. Ah, who cares? But he discovers his son is already there with backup, ready to hunt him down. It's like banking squad has gone full. This Nazi. is crazy because you're. I don't actually remember any of this. This is amazing. I, I he, really don't like. He he. Uh, if you remember, it reminded me a little bit of the school days episode where the kids being hunted by that bus. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He he busts into his kitchen. So it goes from boss tasting his blood. He's trapped. Cut to commercial. No Freddy bumpers. Oh, folks. so but you want to you, you want to get into that a little bit? Yeah, let's it's, talk about I mean, that. Because why like, not, guys? No fucking Freddy bumpers. It the the episode feels off rhythmically. Yes, right and. We I've been chalking it up to just the episode, but it wasn't until this is the only thing we talked about mm. before we recorded tonight. Jack said, "Did you? Because we're watching this on bootleg Blu-ray, so we don't know. Like maybe you know, they just get cut. Yeah. But every other episode that we watched on the Blu-ray, uh, I think the last four have been Sans Tubi. We had to go Blu-ray. They all had the bumpers. They yeah. had that sweet little ring and yeah. a nice little you know Freddy's usually in a, a remix of whatever oh, Freddy's doing spinning Freddy, his head around Freddy's in a car yeah. oh Freddy's uh, holding hands with Dick Miller with a gator in between yeah them. they've literally just superimposed Freddy over stuff now Freddy's as opposed the car to yeah with the guy driving really incredible stuff oh. 
But I, and you know what? You just I'd forgotten. You just reminded me of the Dick Miller holding hands at the alligator, Dude. and I am just back in oh, heaven. God, I'm ready to tackle forty with an, <laughs> with a plum. Yes. Okay. So oh, give me that episode, not this one. <laughs> I want that one again. Um. All right. So yeah, but we're I. It wasn't until you mentioned it that I put it together that there were no bumpers in this episode. None. The Freddy stuff feels li- like more it, than any episode we have watched tacked on. Yes. Like it could have been anything from and any other episode. There's one that feels it's the quickest one. It, it, it is over in. It's the next one. Yeah. Yeah. It's over in five seconds. Yeah. And it, 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 we'll get into it. But yeah, the Freddy stuff feels weird. And Everything then, and is all It's all weird. And then the fact that there are no bumpers really, I didn't even notice it, but it adds to it. You got to have, I got to have my bumps. You st- you gave, you started it. You gave me it. I never knew I needed it. Away it. Don't, from please me. don't take it away. But not without replacing it with something even more better. I love it. Oh, fucking Rapmaster Freddy <sighs> remix. I was like, oh, they're doing remix bumpers. And by the way, as of the recording of this episode, not one of you has cut any of that stuff together that listens to this show. Guys, you got to get What are you it. doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Working full time to, 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 to make- from Mom and Pop Video Shop? <laughs> you're an editor. Why haven't you done this for me? <laughs> please, please. <laughs> I we, know you're listening. We will give you one doll hair. <laughs> one doll hair. One American dollar. Um, <sighs> all right, so what happens here? Uh, oh, I've got... Th- look, Let's dude. Come... I, come <laughs> Come. Oh, oh! If I may, uh, this is the so. Uh, Buddy's escape made it back home. Discovers his son is there with backup. He tries to find his wife, but to no avail. She has back to the future disappeared out of the family photo, and suddenly, oh yeah, he does as well. Um, John machine guns through That's the door, right. and he and his men capture Buddy. This is the one um, I wrote, Brandon. We have got to get this guy out of this tie. There is a part when he's in the in the kitchen, Buddy is struggling with his own tie, and he says, and keep in mind, he's being hunted at this point, and he goes, who makes these things? He then proceeds to shush himself. What? Fucking, it blew my, he's being hunted, the lights are outside, he's going, who makes these things? He shushes himself and i was like we got to get him out of this tie get him out of this episode <laughs> he's floundering oh he's now he's trying to do comedy oh comedy was earlier you uh, went you went too serious uh, in the beginning oh uh, dearie jeff the whole back end of this episode this is look stinkerooski this court shit sucks I knew it. The moment I saw it, I was like, I got a feeling Brandon's I was fucking hate over. this. I was done. And the camera on his hippie lawyer, and I was like, I, I was oh! like, oh, Brandon. Brandon's getting upset. He's looking. <laughs> fuck this Cheech and Chong I fuck. I knew it. And you I... know me, Jack. You know <laughs> it is. I will ne- I'm sitting here. I'm taking a little bit of a bullet for Jeff Conway. Conway here. Whatever his name is. Gleechy from Greece. <laughs> <laughs> Gleechy. Right? Squirting. Uh, but this actor Fuck him. Uh, oh you know who, who is he, this guy? The closest equivalent that we've had thus far is Walter that, Cal- Caldwell if you're out there. Fuck you, Walter Caldwell, <laughs> if you're out there. What were you doing? What were you doing? Do you like <sighs> what is he doing? He 
Yeah, was he? Has he ever been in anything else? Did you uh, look him up at all? No, I don't. Uh, Good maybe. for you. <laughs> God, I hated him. I was so um. angered by all of this. You'd think I have nothing else in my life that this <laughs> like. Maybe I don't. <laughs> you do. You do. Um, you like good stories well told. I really hated this actor's performance. I wanted to stand. I if I, like if this were a play, I would have stood up and said boo. This felt like this felt like Jack Holloway High School writing. Like I'm really gonna stick it to the man. No, it's like is- if somebody saw Endgame, like if like a 13 year old yes! saw End like Endgame and was like, I'm, I'm not the Avengers, not movie. the Avengers Endgame, <laughs> and was like, I'm gonna try my hand at an absurdist play. This is gonna be great. It's hippies and corporate guys. Fuck off. It's like a shitty version of the obsolete man in Twilight Zone. And speaking of obsolete. <laughs> That's what we get next is somebody wearing a sign that says obsolete, oh. just like this writer. <laughs> Becky, 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 baby, baby, come on. Come get it. It's okay to hit a Becky. <laughs> you know what's funny is my mom's name is Becky. <gasps> no. And I'm just parsing the fact or putting together the fact that like earlier I was like, and my mom said I'm turning 40. <gasps> and now this whole time we're like, Becky. <laughs> Your power. The power. Good thing my mom is literally like, I won't listen to your show. I, I, I don't like it. I, I listen to you talk about this shit. Oh, that's so good. I'm not going to listen to you talk about it for two hours. Brandon, stop. I'm going to say, I get it, mom. Thank you, mommy. Oh. I love you, mommy. Oh. Um, okay, so uh, oh. are we. What's up? Uh, I just want to backtrack to one thing. I, it's just, I did like this one part because it is stupid. Going back to that version before they machine gun into the bedroom, um, John knocks on the door and says, Dad, we know you're in there. Come on, Dad. We're going to listen to some Grateful Dead. I just love, I was like, I wanted them to keep going. We got hacky sacks out here, Dad. Come on. <laughs> Someone just showed up with devil sticks. Like, I think that's the funniest thing that they're like, get that hippie out here. Mention the Grateful Dead. We threw all our condoms away. It's all, it's all uh, raw dogging. Get out. Yeah. Here, everybody's grown their bushes way out. Dad, come on out. You're going to love it. I'd here. love it if he's like, well. I know I shouldn't, but and he like tries to <laughs> loosen his tie, tie again. Oh, oh God! Uh, ah! Buddies in hippie court. Okay, fuck hippie. He's fuck found, this court shit. That's the other. He's found guilty God, of the I crime of so selling much. out. Like uh, so, so uh, he's, he, the thing is, he's a hippie. They don't like him because he's old, but they're gonna kill him because he's not enough of a hippie. He says, well, well, "I wrote the line down." Oh, also, when the bud, when boss says his name, the scene starts with him going "Bud Powers," and I thought he said "Butt Powers," and I laughed. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh, Butt Powers!" I forgot about that selling out. This episode butt has powers. all the nuance of a fucking real big fish song. <laughs> <laughs> We're going deep, And I folks. love Real Big Fish. You're going... Brandon is a huge Scott fan. <laughs> Scott defines who I am as a person. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Um, you, uh, yeah, hey, how, many, says, how many light bulbs? How, <gasps> many, how many Scott kids does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many? Uh, do you know it? Oh, it's a, a, a two? Two. Oh, one to put it down. One to plug it in. One to plug it down. Or, right? right? Oh, no, no. Oh, one to, oh fuck Hold me. On. We're working on the, our type five. One to, one to drop it. And the other to pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> it took us a little while to wow. get there. But 
We wow, Deluxe. It's the journey, baby. Get us. <laughs> Get, we'll do better, we promise. He says, you claim to stand for something, but when was the last time you donated your talents freely for an issue? And I'm like, so is it that he's old, or is it that he's a hippie, or is it that he's not enough of a hippie? I'm unclear and frustrated. And what, just because he's good at his job, he should do it for free? Yeah. This wait. is not tracking well, especially and, and for right now. They also, yeah, oh, brain is tell on. it to the writers' I'm guild. Tell it set. to the fucking sa- <laughs> SAG and ask. <laughs> fuck you. And he also, the boss says, "You're our best architect." He says that earlier. He's like, "I'm putting you on. I'm upset with you because you were trash talking me, but I'm putting you on this cold water valley job because you're the best architect we got." I'm like, "What's your problem with him?" You could just have him be old, and you don't. It could just be you're old. The problem is Logan's run it. Fuck it. Yes, right. No, the problem is the script. The problem is it's really just. It doesn't even feel like a Freddy's episode. It feels like an episode of goddamn Bonanza. Like they wrote it for something else. (laughs) This is really what it feels like—a pilot for something else. Yeah. This was like rejected from the '80s Twilight Zone for being too goddamn stupid, and that's a pretty fucking stupid series. What was the worst? Oh, I don't know if they're... The worst, what, anthology to, series? Yeah, the, the worst anthology. I, I dig Outer Limit. Outer Limit has 80s? got some smack. Or, or anywhere in there? I don't know. What's a really... I mean, the, 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 the 80s Twilight a, Zone is pretty bad. That's a stinker, yeah. That's a, there are, like, there's next a couple to of no ones, good episodes yeah, of that show. That's um, the one good one. The lady pauses time right before the bomb falls. And that's about it. Oh, yeah. I think that's it. They say the William Friedkin one is a really good one, and I guess it is. Ooh. The Nightcrawlers episode, but Nightcrawlers. Um. Anyway, yeah. What's another really bad? I mean, there's the Corn Twilight Zone. We need to know because we're gonna do the next season of the show is gonna be that. (laughs) It's all corn. All right, Twilight Zone 2000. Let's just get to the head shop. Hell's yeah, dude. Oh, I wrote this down. His old age makeup is pretty great because I was desperate. For then something. Then they they put him <gasps> into the guillotine, and I immediately was like, "Oh, take it back!" And he looks up, and you can see the seam. Do we need to get the bottom of his neck? Uh, no, no, don't worry no, no, about don't it. Worry about don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Can you look up really far? I was like, God, whoops! The DP director could have lit that better. Anyway, all and in between all of that, we get the la- this lameo face rip. That was so lame. <sighs> that could have been awesome. Yeah. And then we get the dumbest. I, I even just wrote down, this is dumb. <laughs> Which is, he goes, when they gonna, they're going to chop his head off, he says, complete him. Complete him. Come. Come. Complete him. It turns into another fucking Owl Creek episode. <laughs> yes. Occurrence at Owl Creek Bridge episode. <sighs> like, turns out he's dying. He's on his death death. He Grant. got he got stabbed by the leather the leather, leather daddy, daddy. And Michael DeLuca's gang of toughs <laughs> and street this was, toughs. So now all that confusing the irony un- that a guy from Greece is stabbed by greasers. <gasps> this episode's wonderful. Yeah, great. <laughs> Never mind. I take it all back. Let's record it. Summer love and shit. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> stabbed. <laughs> Fuck you, Kaniki. You sold out. <laughs> Kaniki. Kaniki. Uh, um. Yeah. Uh, so he's stabbed dead on the gr- dying on the ground. John shows up to apologize John? for their... Oh, his son's yeah, his son. John. <laughs> John. 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 He shows up to apologize for the fight they had earlier, tries to save his dad life. John pleads with dad to hold on, but it appears... You, daddy. I love you. It's another one where they're, they're really going for it, and I'm like, guys, <sighs> did you watch the episode up until this point? You don't have to <sighs> swing. Don't swing for the I princess. was really getting, like, sick. 
Oh, I was just like, God, make it stop. But he does, he does help us out a little bit because he <gasps> jumps to the payphone eight one two zero Fourth Avenue. That is where Buddy works. It's so funny. It's Fourth Avenue. Oh, I might have misheard it. Uh, I wrote something Web different? Avenue. Go for Web. Go for Web slash. Web. I'm saying Fourth. Says Jack. Could be Web because I I couldn't get a clear read. You on watched it three times. <laughs> I miss. You know what I do miss? Those two B subtitles. Oh, that would have been helpful. Sometimes. 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 Yeah. No, no, not every time. Not every time. I'm like, that's not what he said. Not every time. <laughs> All right. So he dies. Fucking, it's done. We hard cut to <laughs> Freddy in the guillotine. <laughs> oh, God. And what is he? says? It's just, he, and he, by the way, he's got, he's given us a look as if he knows. He knows it sucks. He knows. He's like, right, guys, let's just get this over with. It's a stinkerooski. Yeah. And he looks into the camera, really disappointed, <laughs> really just disappointed. Growing old can be a painful experience. The guillotine swings down, cut to black. Cut to black. It's like three seconds long. I, I Now, I love Freddy. That line's just an observation. There's no irony. There's no twist. There's no... He might as well just said, Brandon, sometimes life can be difficult. <laughs> it's like yeah yeah so okay growing old and i understand i guess painful like he's gonna chop but see we're back to the growing old metaphor again. yeah and also it's not a great one but painful you're about to cut your head off can be a real pain in the neck yeah okay it's so not you got- it's not great no but, but still it's something or what about a, like a real uh chip off the old block oh fuck oh yeah uh uh buddy wanted his son to be a chip off the block turns out he's a real cut to set up blockhead oh i don't know perfect oh, i think i had do you have some <laughs> i did have the pain in the neck and then i do uh because <laughs> mine's by the way i didn't finish mine minor minor trash but okay this is let's hear it. buddy longed to be a teen but instead he got guillotine oh shit Funk. It's, I like it's, it. It's silly. I like it. Be a teen. It's tough be to be a guillotine ager. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's we're, that's, that's there. Nice. I'd be we'd be in the writers' room I'd rewriting like, that line a couple times. We'll take a pass. Yeah. What did you? What were your works in progress? All I've got is this. I only have the one thing, and it's not even complete. So I have to make the first half of it up. But um, um, doesn't look like Buddy and. John Gypsy, J- huh? John Gypsy, Gypsum. Gypsum doesn't look like Buddy and John are gonna have a real close father-son relationship. I don't know why, but I've got a real gut feeling about it. <laughs> pulls his guts out because oh, that's where he was stabbed. Oh yes, he that would have pulling t- his intestines out. That would have tied to. The- that's yes. actually he's pulling his intestines out. He goes, oh, I don't think they're going to have a real good relationship. I got a real gut feeling about it. That's, That's nice. That's what I wrote. And that ties back to what actually happened. It's weird to have it be like the reveal, and then Freddy's in the guillotine, but we know the guillotine didn't happen, and he's growing old. And the, again, it has nothing to do with... Is he a hippie? Is he old? Has he been killed? It should be a hippie joke. If anything, it should be a hippie joke. Hippie. Uh, 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 make... Got a real bad hip. Like, you know, <laughs> like, uh, it's hip to be... Square, yeah. What's the um uh tune in, tune out, drop in, drop in, drop out, <gasps> drop dead, yeah. drop dead, drop in, uh, drop tu- dead. What do they say? Tune in, zone out, tune in, d- drop out, it? tune in, drop out, tune in, drop dead, or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Tune in, 
chop out. His head Shut comes off. Out. Even if we're just going to keep the guillotine in there. Fuck, guys. Deluxe. Deluxe. Call us up. Let's wanna, do this. <laughs> we're ready. We're going to take a break, and we're going to wait for your phone call, Deluxe. <laughs> and when we get back, uh, we're going to be talking all about how you called us and offered us the job on the new episodes of Freddy's Nightmares, the TV series, the sequel. Redo. <laughs> we're going to bring Freddy back, and he's going to be a sad, broken old man. <laughs> Perfect. I can't. I, I. I. I can't do this anymore. I. I just want to die. My blades are dull. Oh. <laughs> One of them's like, just like yeah, falls just off. Falls off. <laughs> but then a young British dream demon comes in and says, "I've got a quite an idea for ye." <laughs> Deluxe. Let's have another dream. Oh, I love it. <laughs> She's. I'm just setting us up for the terrible accent that comes later on in the episode. But we'll talk about that when we return with more Primetime Bitch. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Primetime Bitch, a Freddy's Nightmares podcast. Um, We're actually so excited because this is probably the greatest episode (laughs) of Freddy's Nightmares that we've ever seen. <laughs> it's opposite day. That's right. Psych bitch. <laughs> um all right. So, let's just go. Let's go because we, honestly, th- we're going to just throw you into it and ourselves into it the be, way this episode throws you into it. We shift to the next part of the episode where we follow some new girl. Now, listen. Did I I watched yeah, it 3 times. Yeah. I don't think I think did was she at the part? Was she at this? I that's saying I missed her and I watched it three times. Uh, Don't know, dude. All I know is I usually and I've gotten pretty proud of myself of my ability to guess. It's like spotting the Kruger. You can spot the uh, there's our changeover yep. person. We're so gonna be I was following. like, well, I guess it's going to be this dipshit son <laughs> is going to be the main character. Mm-hmm. No, and what's even more the. Oh, he's getting upset. He's What's breathing. What's even more infuriating and insane is the fact that the main character in this second half of the episode is dealing with the fact that she's adopted. And you told me that Dude. The, the the boy, the son, the fascist son was adopted? It could have been him. This doesn't it doesn't even begin to make and sense. Also, she is now living with her mother. Yeah, look, the, How about the this? father's gone. The father dies. He starts doing some research and discovers, there's something we never told uh, you, John. John, we never told you. You were adopted. Now he's on a quest. He's lost his father. He wants to find his true father. Not true father. He wants to find his biological father figure. He's having. He's at odds with his mother. You can involve her because the mother had like uh, two lines in the show. You can involve her. It's the same dynamic. Becky? Becky! <laughs> Infuriating! <laughs> it's there! It's there! The pieces are there! This is not some page one rewrite. <gasps> this is literally... By the way, this is what most writers in Hollywood do. Mm. They they hire a second writer to come in, and what they do is they change all the names. That's Just so you guys know, there's a little writer's trick for everybody out there. If you're part of the union, and you're not striking right now... <laughs> If you're a part of the union and you get brought in to do a second draft, the first thing you do, if you want to get credit on the screenplay, is change all of the character names. That's the first thing you do. Interesting. And then you don't have to, honestly, you don't have to do anything and you can get, there will, it might go to arbitration, but you will get the credit. 
That's amazing. So what I'm trying to say <laughs> is that's all Becky had to do was change the character to copy find. That's uh, all you had to do. Just like, change two character names and w- it would have at least it would have been cohesive. The, it would have been in the style of the previous 20 episodes. Jesus wept. <laughs> Although I will tell you this. I will tell you this. I enjoyed looking at her. <laughs> I think the director did too. I think so too. And when we, we talk about it, yep. we'll talk about it. But we um, need to get you in that dress. I need to see you in long butt pa- panties. <laughs> Please <laughs> break out that long butt. <laughs> oh, oh, so teary. but you know that's the only thing I can think of is yeah. to get a little TNA in the episode. Oh, and dear. for that, I guess I am. I shouldn't lift, look a dick horse in the mouth, <laughs> or whatever you say. Whatever the fucking phrase. Is. Look at the hor- look at a gift horse's dick. <laughs> I don't want to judge a gift horse's cock and balls. These are <laughs> look at a you know the old phrase. Look at a gift horse's dick. <laughs> it's little, little small. Well, it was a gift, so you know they can't all be winners. All right, so we're immediately thrust oh. into orphan zone. Orphan. <laughs> It's like we begin in a puppy mill style orphanage. This is so fucking stupid. God, where little kids wait behind chain link fences for their forever homes. One orphan is much older than the rest. This is 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 she. I uh there and oh I guess there were some kids. No, there's some discrepancies here. Uh, well, well, I'll I'll jump ahead. We find her her birth certificate, which is hidden in the breakfast cereal. Uh he's getting angry and i am too and they have her uh date of of birth it's like 65 yeah so she's 25 years old in high school props it's the the first true age that we've seen on this fucking show (laughs) they were they were just honest about like oh you're born in 65 huh but you're in high school. Wow. Wait. What? It's, it's is 90. she? She is in high school. She. She goes. Yes. She, she is high school. In high school. John. They're at Springwood High School. Springwood High. Um. Oh, getting upset. All right. Getting so. Upset. Orphan zone. What happens here? Set, set it up. I don't uh, care. One Just... orphan. <laughs> I'm fucking done. Guys. I'm over it. One orphan is much older than the rest. This is Christina. She's selected by a monstrous-looking woman and dragged from her cage. Um. Uh, we very quickly, very quickly, and actually, this is a weird one. Yeah, Freddie starts his narration before the camera even gets to him. Oh, really? Yeah, I, if I you notice that, if you watch again, it's like finishing up. A, a guard goes into her cage and like kicks a dolly, and you already hear uh, Freddie. Do you know? And then it cuts, and it's Freddie. The kids had signs around their necks. So with, stupid. Uh, Danny does homework. Bobby eats his vegetables. Cindy cleans her plate. Tony Greek. <laughs> I don't want that one. <laughs> Freddie has a sign that just says free, which I was like, oh shit. A free- it says free or does it say Freddie? <gasps> well, it says Freddie and then, oh, so, it, and unless I'm mistaken, it has the kid's name and then underneath it's like a fun fact about him. So it does say like, uh, Danny does homework. Bobby eats his vegetables and it says Freddie and underneath it it says free. Now hold on. <laughs> Are think, you fucking kidding me? I think if you, uh, uh, I believe on IMDb they always do these little pictures. Yeah, I think they have that as a picture. Uh, fucking believable. But yeah, Freddy... that doesn't even make sense. I just thought it said. I thought it was a name tag that said Freddie. He's free to take home, dude. 
Would you take a free Freddy? Home? Of course. <laughs> Come here. I'll take that. Maybe guy. that's why I'm angry. I don't want anybody else to have first shot other than me. <laughs> He's gonna grab him. He's free. That's un. That's the dumbest thing ever. Like, okay, <sighs> free, and his name is Freddy, and there's also another character named Freddy in the episode. Yes, and why a character do- named Buddy. Freddy, a Fred, a Buddy, and. We're going to find out in a little while there's a connection to, to Freddy. Is there? Uh, or are maybe. they just saying it's motherfucking the sheriff's son? Oh, God, I don't or know. Or daughter. I don't know anything. I don't know anymore either. Oh, I've almost got it. Let's see. Search. <laughs> Come on. Oh, okay. There's Freddy's nightmares. I'd rather just sit here in silence while you search. <laughs> we'll just we'll cut this or we'll just take a depressive. Uh, okay, here we go. Let's see this fucking picture. Uh, see all. Oh. I'm used to searching on the... Come on, baby. Where are you? Episode guide. And then season one. Do we do all of our segments? Do we do... We did I we Am got, Freddy. Yeah, I Am Freddy. We did the, we the Tubi. Tubi. Yeah, I think we got everything. Okay, so we just right. need to wrap up with uh, the Slade by the Bell. Yeah, okay. And our rating. Yeah. It's oh, going to be a good one. Oh, it's going to be a stellar one. <laughs> uh, let's see. Come on, where are you? Long, ooh, long. One thing I do love about IMDb, if there's T and A in the episode, that pick is definitely... That's going to be in there. That pick is definitely getting grabbed. It does say free. It does say free. It, that, that might scroll one way after a little bit. But what? A free Freddy? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Look at his face. He's, he looks just as surly as anyone. Mate. I think he he might, is just over it this day. He might not have been happy about this episode. I don't think he was. And I'll, and I'll tell you, I noticed something, and when we get there, we'll, in t- five minutes, we'll talk about it. <laughs> um, all right, so Freddy's sitting in jail with a free, it says free, around his neck. And what does he say? He says, do you know who your parents are? Again, that's... And then he painfully giggles. <laughs> 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 he wasn't feeling this one. It's it's honestly so abrupt. I think it's like five seconds on him. Something makes me. Wa- I wonder if um, the episode was just a little long. Maybe and they were like, "Well, we can't. We have to cut whole scenes." You, I can. That's give, fine. I, can, I could give you a few that cut. Yeah, <laughs> I could give you a couple more. We get, let's not trim down on the Freddy. Yeah, uh, let's no. get some of the no. That's we, yeah. By the way, mission statement: do not cut <laughs> Freddy out of Freddy's nightmares. The last thing you should do. It could literally just be ten minutes of him giggling, and I think everybody would be happy. We've never said little. We've never said little bit too much, Freddie. In this episode, Th- this and School Days are the two episodes that you don't want to show somebody for the first time who's never watched it before. Because <laughs> yeah. they both make you go, "What?" Or <laughs> John is like, "You guys like the show?" So obviously, this is a play. I think on it's. Do you o'clock. know where do you know who your you kids know where are? Kids are, yeah. It's fucking stupid. Do you? I love. Although I do love seeing Freddie in a jail cell, and that I do is, love the idea of Freddie having a sign around his neck. That is nice. But it should say something like, "Freddie, uh, bitch, bitch, <laughs> shit." That would be amazing if it said Freddie and bitch underneath. Um, do you have any rewrites? It's orphan time, <laughs> and that's all I have. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I felt like it's 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 so little thought was put into this. That's how little thought I put into it. Did you did That's you have great. any? That's uh, great. That's <laughs> great. Just to the point. All right. Here's what I got. Yeah. Oh. Um. 
mine are just... <laughs> Dude, I'm excited. I love okay. it. It's a highlight. Here's what he says. Freddie goes, um, looks like Julie... Wait. <laughs> What's her name? Almost had a hundred percent spit take. <laughs> What's her oh my name? god! Joke about doing a little Sorry. bit. No, it's perfect. <laughs> uh, uh, and now, I understand why you'd be confused because her birth certificate says something different. I, and, than- I, and by and by the way, I, <laughs> now I'm remembering. I and I'll show you when they get to the birth certificate. You, I watched it. I rewound <gasps> it. I still wrote three different names down. Something's going on in my brain. I cannot keep names straight on this show. Dude, it's I not. Love it. a, this is not. I swear to God, this is not a bit. <laughs> I, I don't. It takes me a while to figure it out. Julie, um, what is her name? Her name. Uh, the according to the according to the orphan yeah. sign around her neck, Christina. Okay. <laughs> Julie. All right. So this you, is. <laughs> you almost had a predator growl. That was nice. It was like. I would have loved the predator to shoot me in the face with a laser during this episode. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna have a good time. I ain't got time to bleed. Oh, I do. Uh, I do have time to. Oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> ah, shit. I do have time to bleed. Oh, All I- over my show notes of Greece. <laughs> Greece, Baza. All right. Um, looks like Christ- Christina. Christina. This one's really dumb, and it needs a rewrite, No, but it, this is what I wrote. No, it doesn't. It looks so, like Christina's family reunion's going to be more like me time. <laughs> That's, I like <laughs> that it. Even make sense. Like there needs to be a restructuring, but okay, here's what I got. Here's what I got. He's still sitting in jail. Okay. And maybe he's, like, picking his nails with his claw. Yeah. Oh, and he looks up, like, oh, you're, oh, you're found me. Yeah. Hey, if you're ever bored... Pick on an orphan. What are they going to do? Tell their parents? Ah! That's a nice, <laughs> that's a nice mean yeah. Freddy one. All right, like keeping that. with that, I got this one. Oh. Now Freddy's no longer in jail, but he's standing next to an apple tree. Oh, I like where this is and going. he's standing next to the apple tree, and he goes, want to know the difference between apples and oranges? And he takes his claw, <gasps> plucks it from the tree, and goes, apples get picked. Oh, and then he eats the apple, and then spits it out, filled with worms. Oh, oh yeah, it's yeah. filled with worms. Oh, no. Dude, he spits it all out. That's it. <laughs> uh, Just mean orphan jokes. I have a mean one later. I'm Do so excited. Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. very excited. I think my my last ones are orphan jokes yes! too. Yes, so. because I was like, that would that is 100 where Freddie would go. He's like, oh, an orphan. Yeah, of well, course he would. Bully time. Not this time, but in our version, Deluxe, this so is what he would Luke, do. You are missing. Out. Um, <laughs> but we do after that, after Freddy's dumb appearance, um, these are maybe the worst Freddies of the series so far. The worst yeah, Freddy appearances. Because, and so. by the way, that is not because Bob is, Robbie is pissed at everybody. Bob, we love you. It's because they're way too quick. They're way too brief. That's not this how it one, needs to be. This is 100% the quickest one, I guarantee. Yeah. It was, he started, you know, the line is just, do you know who your parents are? Do you know was... In the previous scene, it cuts. Oh, your parents are boom, and we're gone. Caught. Get him out of here. <laughs> he was like, over maybe it. he's fucking done. Yeah, One day, he was over. And I think I know why, and I'll <laughs> tell you later. Um, all right, but we do get a really great line, and honestly, Ooh. it made me. If there was anything I could relate to in this <gasps> episode, it was a line that was delivered by a character that I'm like, yeah, I get it. I asked you not to sleep in your clothes. <laughs> 
I have asked you not to fall asleep in your clothes. I can't blame her. And what does she do? She promptly gets up and takes her clothes off, and we have what, Jack? Long butt. A long butt sighting. <laughs> long butt sighting? We got, I will say, we we had everything except a good stuff. The only thing, if we had stairs, that would be long butt I don't think I saw the stairs. No stairs, like, but, but 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 a pitcher of milk that was used. We had pitcher of milk. We had long butt. Two, two long butt sightings. Fuck. Yeah. We, if we ever get the holy trinity of stairs, long butt, and pitcher of milk, then we're in. Then that's it. That's it. That's the best episode of Freddy. Yeah, ever. that's you heard it. This is that is a fact. That's how we know the trifecta. Ready for the trifecta one more time. The holy tri. The holy trinity. Pitcher of milk. Pitcher of milk. Fuck stairs. Fuck stairs. Long butt sighting. <laughs> sighting. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm going to make a chart of every episode. Oh, we had long butt and stairs. There was no pitcher of milk. <laughs> like but in this toe. episode. Oh, yeah. Like, huh, huh, huh. We should make like a Price is Right <laughs> game out of it. Or like bingo. You know, just like have a stamper. Actually, that's not a bad oh. idea to do a bingo card oh, for Freddy's Nightmares shit. weird shit. I'm writing that down because I love that yes. idea. Yes, yes, yes. Bingo card for Freddy's Nightmares. I love it. And can I tell you what that oh, note is bingo. written right next down to? What is that? It's written right next to this note. I wrote down bingo card for Freddy's Nightmares right next to, was it just me or did the mom have big black nipples? <laughs> I thought the same Did thing. Did you? I was like, is her? Is she not? Does she not have a bra? I don't know. I was looking and I was like, oh, does she have big black nips? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, did, like the saucer plates. Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. I, saw, I saw too. Okay. And I was like, maybe, I didn't want to rewind. Maybe she's got a black bra. Maybe. Maybe, material. maybe she did. It looked like big black nups. <laughs> <laughs> what was she hiding under there? A National Geographic magazine? <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Okay. Amazing. Um. Then she goes, this is before I realized anything about the orphan, but the daughter says, I don't Dude. even look like her. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. Hmm. But then it, start, it goes into the orphan thing, and I was like, oh. <sighs> but also, then... Uh, orphan black. Orphan black nipples. Orphan black. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, And then the guy comes in, and I was like, wait, hold on. Is this the same son? Yes. And then I was like, wait, did his dad die? He's chipper. He's real happy. How long has it been? What's going on? Why isn't he... this the character? Why aren't we following him? Uh, wait, adopted? So yes, this so is I, like... At Springwood High, Christina runs into John, the fascism kid, and voices her concern about having differences with her mom. John reveals that he was adopted. Holy crap, that would have been an interesting plot point to reveal earlier. Oh, and Buddy is dead. John seems to be doing all right. John warns her to live her life and be careful of searching for her birth parents. She might not like what she finds. By the way eliminate that scene by having it just be the same character and you can have more Freddy. (laughs) 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 More (laughs) Freddy. Does anyone, uh, so uh, thank you for watching. Uh, Welcome to the, 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 uh, shit, what do they call it? The, where they show the movie to the people, the test screening. This is the test screening. Yes. Uh, yes. Any, any notes from anybody? You in the back? Yes. More Freddy. (laughs) 
<laughs> I I also like what he said. <laughs> yeah, everybody yeah, agrees. More Freddy. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Okay, here's a hot directing tip. Brandon <laughs> is getting surly. I love it. If the actors can't be bothered to bother, why should an audience? Watching these people deliver dialogue to each other was miserable. They And now, maybe they just got Becky's lines delivered to them that fucking morning, and they had to memorize it real quick. I've been in that situation. Yep. I've, I have done it. I have given actors an hour before we roll yeah. an entire new script that they had to for commercial that they have to now you've got to do it and we do it in one take because we've got to move, we've got a lot to shoot gotta today go. and we're outdoors you know gotta like go so maybe maybe but they act like i mean maybe we they just rolled on rehearsal and that's all they had time for but jesus christ it's, it's real cash it they Casual. look like they're they're doing everything in their power to keep their eye lines while they're reading the cue cards. Yeah. Like it's so, like Marlon Brando called, and he's like, <laughs> "I've got an idea, put a fucking earpiece in." I don't know. That's my Marlon Brando. <laughs> sounds a little <laughs> so stupid. No, I love it. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, it it's super cash, super <sighs> casual. Yeah, my dad died. Uh, yeah, but I found out I was adopted. You be careful. You were you adopted know. too. Yeah. So was I. Oh, crazy. You know, whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had a lot of Mountain Dew. Even better. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, and then also, oh no, shoot, he does show up again. But he doesn't need to. Does he? I don't. He shows up I in the remember. basement. He's like, I'll get you out of here. And they start to leave, and then he instantly gets thrown out of the house. So he truly does not Nothing. do anything. Should have just been the sun. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Just disappointed. I'm mad. I'm actually mad. I'm mad. I'm, mad. No, I'm, I'm, mad. I'm, I'm gonna get the belt. You're grounded for two weeks. Get the belt. <laughs> grounded for two weeks, Freddie. Um so she digs through the mom's room like an idiot. <laughs> the thing is, is it we see the cock- wrecks that yeah, room. She, and the, this is what's if insane. If you're trying to be sneaky about it, she goes. She reads a note that she is completely ambivalent about. Like she reads it and she's like, and the note says, "Be home in t- at f- four o'clock, honey." Sh- she reads it and she's like, four o'clock, crumbles I, it and throws it away. Mom left her a nice note, dinner in the oven. She crumbles up there. I was like, hey, fuck you. And we see the clock. <laughs> <laughs> we see the clock. It says 3.50. She's got 10 minutes. That's the time she decides to go through her mom's room and not go through it, but fucking destroy it. And then we look, we see that she's got one minute to go and she just continues. Yeah. Her excuse is she was looking for a recipe. Is that what she says to her mom when her mom comes home and goes, her mom what the says, fuck are you doing? Why Why have you trashed my room? Like, I'm looking for a recipe. And her mom goes, looking for a recipe? Look, check the kitchen. And then that's the end of the... <laughs> now, I wanted to ask you <sighs> this notion, because this reminded me of a notion. I don't know if, if this was like this in your household. Hmm. It wasn't really in mine, but... The sacred parents' bedroom, dude. Did you have that? Yeah, really. Yeah, you were, were you allowed? You weren't allowed in. Um, could go in, but like you know, closets were kind of off limits. Off limits. Yeah, yeah. Do but you were allowed in the bedroom. Yeah, yeah. So my parents were the same way. Bedrooms fine. Closets, yeah, that's off limits. 
But my grandparents, uh, my dad's parents in particular, uh, they were a no-bedroom family. That bedroom was like, you walk through that bedroom, you're stepping, you, you better know what you're doing. It's like stepping through the holodeck. <laughs> like, it was like, it is the king's court. No one's allowed in that bedroom. And I remember as a kid always being like, what the fuck is in that bedroom? What is going on? And then the there? very few times I was allowed to glimpse into the void, <laughs> I was like, Did it's ever- just a bedroom. What's going on in here? Did you ever snoop? Did you ever No, find I anything? never did because there was this there was a intensity of fear that was like placed in this room, like an aura. I remember that it felt like if you like there was I, I'm sure the door was closed, but I feel like even if it was open, there was like a thick like a viscous invisible portal that you couldn't you had to go like you had to like climb through Alcat, Cro- yeah, <laughs> to get through crossing it. the threshold. Crossing a threshold, <gasps> yeah, like there would be a fucking seven hundred year old knight in there. <laughs> I knew you'd come. I knew that they just had the Crayol Knight in there. Brandon, my strength had left me. <laughs> I was strangely dressed for a knight. <laughs> I love it, dude. That is crazy. That I, I know. I you know my parents were uh, my parents were pretty pretty low key, but yeah, they had even uh, you know there were some like don't go in the living room. The living room is that's weird to have. That's the weirdest one where they put like covers on the couches. Yeah, like, you're like that's well, what it's for. The ha- that's couches for sitting. Hey, it's called a goddamn living room. And you're not living in there. You're room. not. You're. You might as well be called a dying room because that's what's happening in this house. Those plates aren't for eating on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can have nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't wow. use the silverware. <laughs> Fingers only. <laughs> Cup your hands. Why do you think we got this awesome microwave to cook these chicken nuggets? <laughs> Get Freddy out of there. <laughs> Get out of here, Freddy, you cocksucker. Sorry. Oh, bitch. Oh, bitch. <clears throat> um, Jack, this orphan zone is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> orphan zone. I I mean, I'm just, let's just jump. Because yeah, I don't I, care. Nothing, nothing, nothing good they go, I, th- There is a thing, though. They drag somebody behind a closed door. They they drag John behind a a, mar- a room marked recalled. The door slams shut. Blood oozes out from under. And what are they doing behind those closed doors with all that blood? What are they, milking the Heinz family's prostates, <laughs> babe? <laughs> I don't mean to. I remembered his, uh, his show, and he, I don't mean to get off on a rant here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh fuck that. Okay, then the oh, there's a mean teacher. Mean teacher. I actually thought the mean teacher was great. I thought the she is definitely creepy. Yeah. What does she say? If you don't stop looking for him, maybe we'll have to have you recalled. I was like, oh yeah, she's sure she's weird. She was good. She that's now th- there's the opposite. There's an actor who's just owning a scene. Just nice, just ominous. Jesus, he's been there the whole time. <laughs> Freddie stuck up on us. <laughs> the mannequins. He's, fuck, I've been looking at him. This is the first time I've acknowledged him. It just startled me. Um, all right. Oh, then we go to a, a, a gross spaghetti and dry salad family dinner. Christina tries to sneakily get her birth certificate by claiming she needs it for a school family tree project. Her mom claims they lost the records in a fire. The two begin to argue. Eventually, mom begins talking. 
in a made-up gibberish now, b- language. Before that, <laughs> now, okay. That's not how birth certificates work. What does she think? Her kid's an idiot? First, I just needed to say that. But next, I have to say, Decafafa, Contiki, Contiki, Inka Dinka, Slinka, Von Datinka? And then does the girl say, well, I've had it. I was just like, yeah. Uh, you me and me both, too. sister. <laughs> me too, princess. That when they start talking, that made up again. B- by the way, back to Land of the Lost with oh. the made up stink language. Stink. The thing that really broke me was oh. when she repeated the last w- phrase. Like, oh yeah, Dekafatha, Dekafatha, Kantinka. <laughs> Get fucked. Then the idea that like. Not an not an acknowledgement of I just I like what are you doing what, like some sort of acknowledgement of this is fucking weird from but instead just directly to well I have had it uh, this is enough it's clear yeah. we don't speak the same language yeah yeah what? it's clear all right you beat me over the goddamn head with it what are you gonna do next look in the fucking bread box for your birth certificate oh she opens the bread box with the overt curiosity. Of a dipshit squirrel looking for nuts in all the wrong places. And just to, to pile on to that, the thing from earlier that I had a problem with, that kitchen's super bright. That kitchen's very bright. Is this and where she, you were talking about earlier? She like, has a flashlight. I hate it when they do that. And she yet. can only, and I mean, this is not her fault. No. Um, But it's very bright in there. And so wherever she, she can only see wherever she's holding uh. The, the flashlight beam is the only thing she can look at, but you can see everything. everything. It's and too she, late. You can see everything. It's too late. I've already seen everything. <laughs> I've already seen her long butt. It's too late. Show it to me again, please. Uh, oh, and they do. They do. <laughs> He's like, I think maybe you should uh, do it again. Now, I just want to make sure. Did we talk enough about this made-up language? Because it's fucking insane. <laughs> it, I just want to make sure we got that off because... It ain't done yet. No, it's not. But I will, well, we'll we'll get there very shortly. Just a few seconds. Oh, boy. In the bread box. No, turns out the birth certificate is next to the Quaker fucking oats. Breakfast cereal and Quaker oats. That, so. I looked over at Kara, and Kara looked suicidal. (laughs) (laughs) This is the point where I was like, that's where it was? So I guess she just does not eat breakfast. So she stupid. must be like, I said it up earlier where she goes, you know what? By the way, I hate Quaker Oats and I do not care for the breakfast cereal. So if you're hiding anything in there, mom, it's safe. That's the place to put it. But, it, you know, I'm also thinking earlier you reminded me of the di- line of dialogue. She's like, well, if you're looking for a recipe, look in the kitchen. And I can't help but think that there's like some kind of. Are they trying thing to... that's supposed like snark little like funny? <laughs> Do you get it? It, it was in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> but this is where I wrote, look. I her her name on the on the birth certificate. Yes. I wrote 3 times because I couldn't remember her name on the birth certificate is Catherine. Catherine Young? Catherine Young. But not Christine, not Kathleen. I couldn't remember. It on the birth certificate it says Catherine Young. Her name placard around her at the adoption agency is Christina. Come on. The IMDb has it as Christina. Oh. I fucking 
also her the date she was picked up is four eighteen sixty five. So she is twenty five years old in high school. Well, she um, is an idiot. <laughs> Maybe she just got <laughs> she held back. Is really fucking stupid. Well, it's clear we don't speak the same language. <laughs> it's clear you don't know how to do maths either. <laughs> um. But she does live on 143 Elm Street, Street. so we have another address to add to our map. Yes. We'll make sure that we bomb this house. (laughs) Burn it to the ground. There's a line that comes up here that made me infuriated. Was it the adoption lady? She says, I'm second hand. Oh. I'm second hand. And I said, huh? Huh? And Kara goes... (gasps) Kara has this bottle of juice that she was drinking last night this like mint flavored juice really good oh and she's sitting there she actually aside from the suicidal thing that she had earlier the bread box sequence she's pretty calm and easygoing at this point i am just checking out i look over she says the character says i'm second hand and i said huh huh i said twice a third time, I go, huh? huh? And I look over at Kara, and Kara, she doesn't even look at me. She's looking at the TV, holding the juice, and she goes, like a thrift kid. A thrift kid? And then goes, it takes a sip of her juice. Kara, you're so cool. That's <laughs> like a, cool- a thrift kid. She's a thrift kid. But she said it. I can't even do the delivery. The delivery was really like, like a thrift kid. <laughs> Like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. That's fantastic. And then a, a nice little button of a... Yep. And then she goes... All the, it was like a calm version of that scene in Napoleon Dynamite where he takes that big sip of the juice. Oh, yeah. You know, like the Power oh. Ranger. <laughs> Drinks it aggressively. <laughs> Just like very matter of fact, but disappointed. Um, oh. So I really don't even care. I got this. I got... Th- oh, bullshit. the next thing, because this is... Uh, we just have to breeze through because I'm gonna. I feel a headache forming. Gotcha, gotcha. And I'm gotcha. about to fucking explode. I just saw this next note. Oh, what's your next note? Oh. Let's just jump through. Let's just jump it's through. It's this. Oh, hello, hello. <gasps> you got it too. <laughs> hello, hello. What's oh. all this then? Oh, hey, We're straight from a Dickensian nightmare, <laughs> They eat gruel in this one. I want. I thought those kids were going to say, "Please, sir, can we have some more?" I was waiting for that too, like, but fuck no. Me, I literally wrote, "Lo, hello, fuck off." <laughs> that's my note. That that's that. I think was my final straw. That broke it. I'm like, that is the accent that. Uh, <laughs> All right then. All let's, right, let's get these kids out of here. <laughs> You're in Ohio. Is this a real place? Because <sighs> listen, somebody on set should have told her to stop. And I don't think it was her idea. I have a feeling that they were like, "Mo, do it, do it like an accent, like an old British, yeah. oh Guffna, oh Guffna, like think- the worst Cockney fucking accent, community theater bullshit." Oh. oh. I felt like I was fucking bought tickets for the Carolwood players. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Well, they're not around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are. <laughs> okay. Oh, dearie. Um, now, but I did check back in when they show up in motherfucking Freddy's house. Freddy's house? So if they picked her up from 143 Elm Street... 
uh, now this is where I'm like, oh, we're getting, we're getting, because mm. it said on the that she was picked up from one four three Elm Street, or maybe that's where she was delivered to. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I wonder where is Freddie's house? Is that now canonically is Freddie's house where Nancy was too? Okay, it's it gets it, a little, it gets a little muddy, it's a little muddy. Um, but uh, like. There's Nancy's house, and then there's Freddy's house. Gotcha. Let's just say Freddy's house. But here's the thing. This is what's weird. Freddy's house is actually 1428 Elm Street. Oh, shit. Um, although, technically, it's 1428 North Genesee a- Avenue. But uh, <laughs> he doesn't live. He's like, I got to move. 1428 it's my Elm whole Street. thing. A nightmare on Genesee Avenue doesn't sound scary. Uh, <laughs> I, I found a deal over here. Subbury so. on Genesee <laughs> Avenue. Oh. Um, but although that does make it like if Elm Street has four numbers in the hmm. address, why does it suddenly have three? Again, I don't know how addresses work. I'm not a goddamn city planner. Okay, moving on. They might not have put that thought into this episode. I don't think they Something did. tells me that they might have just been like, eh, right, whatever. Just down. do it. Just do it. So, but I have the idea that uh, they must have just been shooting Nightmare 4 on this day. Maybe. I'm uh, back to this, and now this leads back to my theory on why Robert England is so pissy. Because oh, he was fucking pulling, done. He's pulling double and duty. And he had to do double duty. Now, I don't know if this is necessarily how the production schedule worked out. All I know is, when I see that set, and it is lit, Red. and it is in... It is functioning, and when that set is functioning, by the way, it's it is impressive. Yeah. The lights that are flickering and moving, there's steam that keeps getting launched out, and dri- and it's like cold, so it like trickles down the walls. Ooh. Like that set, the Elm Street house, it's good, is fucking impressive. The little red green lights at the front, smoky, so good, smoky. The Ooh, art the direction door all ripped apart. There's claw marks Ooh. everywhere. If you look, the texture in that house is. A work of art. Mm. The production designer, incredible work, and it feels like a totally different environment. And I know if they shot there, they didn't just turn those fucking lights on for that show. It's because they were shooting there that day. We'll use it. Yep. Yeah. Um. So cool. <laughs> and like, you can tell what is Freddy's house, and then what is well, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but then I just like so. Wait, her dad is Freddy. Yeah. And the weird thing is she has not... Now, I know you might just say, like, oh, well, Freddy's a known entity. But the mom never says, Freddy Krueger is your dad. That's what I'm saying. Is it Freddy Ponytail? Freddy... Oh, it could be fucking... Your father had bad fashion sense. His name was Fred. He had a ponytail. Oh, my God. Maybe it was... uh, Oh, no, the ponytail. Motherfucking Ah! the sheriff. Oh, the the motherfucking sheriff. (laughs) (laughs) Could be him. But yeah, they never they never set up that she's like, uh, no, Freddie's a known entity. It's just for us, the viewer at home. He had a bad a bad sweater. He always wore a cool hat though. Name was <sighs> Freddie. She goes no because I guess she knows who Freddy Krueger is. She must. I mean, I get it. It's but what now? You're you can't now. You're afraid of Freddie, and it's never brought up again. It's and it's never. not like she's been having nightmares about Freddy. It's a show called Freddy's Nightmares. <laughs> she could be haunted by him. And, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm your father, bitch. <laughs> like, yes. Cool. Sure. But God damn it. Nope. 
Instead, we go back to that old kitchen. Oh. We cut back to the old kitchen. We're no longer in the awesome Freddy's house. We are now just back in the kitchen that we've seen in every episode. Yep. That's just kind of just like the go to. Yeah, the go to. Which way do we want the the fridge on this side or that? Get that uh, get that flying roasted chicken out of there. Yeah, do you, get, to, do you guys want the roast beast? Move, move it over here now. <laughs> Where do you want me to put these knives? Hey guys, what should I do? Uh, dumb question. I'll put the pitcher of milk on the table. <laughs> <laughs> You want me to, it's in the carton. You want me to pour it out into the... You're fired. You asked the dumbest question we've ever been asked. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, you I'm, I'm, just asked the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Everybody, get a load of this dickhead. Just I, asked, I, do we want the milk out of the carton and into the pitcher? Can you believe this idiot? Sh- should I do the same thing with the juice? It's in a carton, too. Yes! <laughs> All liquids out of their containers, <laughs> goddammit! What the fuck am I paying you for? <laughs> I don't like liquids inside containers. I want to know what I'm drinking. It needs to be in a clear vessel. The audience <laughs> needs to see it, or they're not going to understand what the fuck is going on in this episode. You know what? I am 100% clear on what they're drinking. That's the one Very thing that true is in this crystal episode. clear. There's- That's milk. And my job is... Is done. They're eating gruel. It's gray and sludgy. Uh, hi, it's me, Becky. And I just want to say I actually wrote that in the script. <laughs> Becky, get over here on my knee. It's time for your spanking. <laughs> are, are you sure the whole Freddy Krueger's her dad thing is clear? Should we should we set that up? Before? It's as clear as a pitcher of milk, <laughs> you dumb bitch. <laughs> Somebody hit this key grip. <laughs> All right. Oh, um, fuck. One of us. One of us. So Sure, dumb. they do that, too. Yeah, there are, there are kids chained in the basement. This Christine is, is now a slave to her her uh, mom. And, so and, and can I... I, even watching this three times, her mom is the mom in the thing, right? It's not a different actress. I feel real dumb, but they're both similar, but she now... Christina's mom in, quote-unquote, real life is now this... Mom, that yes. is like I fucked Freddie. Yeah, I think so. And now she's yes. like, why? Brandon, yeah. Why? Why don't you just get a different? Because th- that's confusing. Because just make it a different lady. Just make it a different actress. It's like, hey, you found me. I'm your real mom. Have it be the the weird mom from the episode, yes. and then earlier have it be the mom from the first half of the episode that yes! suddenly disappears, and not have the girl have it be the guy. Have it be the boy, and he fight. It's just weird to be like. I need to find my real, you know, okay, so Brandon is looking for his real parents, and he finds his real parents, but his real parents are played by his parents that he that aren't, the, his adopted parents are also playing the real parents. <laughs> fuck, fuck, kill me, please. <laughs> God damn it, it doesn't need to be this complicated, but I Where's am- Alec Baldwin? Whoa, fuck! <laughs> Get him over here to point that gun at right me. Right here. <laughs> bam, 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 <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Alec. Thanks, Alec. Oh. Is that juice? <laughs> Beetlejuice. Oh, no! He's in that, too! <laughs> um, my note here is just, this is all so dumb tonight. <laughs> this is all so That's dumb tonight. That's the fucking title of this episode. Then I got into it because oh. I was just so bored at this point that I just started thinking about, because Kara brought it up, too, but we were just sort of laughing at the notion of Freddy's orphans, oh. and I just love the idea of Freddy in charge of a little league. Dude, like the coach of a, 
All right, gang, yes. gather around. And how if we were oh, doing dude. Freddy's Nightmares as a TV series and we really wanted to explore Freddy's Nightmares, how one of them we bring a camp feel to it is his fucking, nightmares, he's a little league thing. He's coaching the fucking bad news yeah. bears. Yes, we just pull. He, it, this team cheats and steals yes. and fucks the other kids. Up. Oh, I'm in a And the other coach should be Jackie Earl Haley. Who oh, my God. <laughs> and he's in charge of the really up, uptight group with yes. all the monies like, yes. all right guys gather around yeah. okay we're gonna have to play dirty <laughs> oh he has a little catcher's mitt and his glove pokes oh. right fucking through it don't you want to see that now Dude, don't I'm you want to see that I, deluxe <laughs> deluxe do you hear the ideas just flowing god damn, damn it, it. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it we're non-union for free you can hire us to do it non-union <laughs> and we will get it written Oh my if god. If they can do Crystal Lake the TV series, we can do Springwood. <laughs> we can do it. Springwood. Uh and we, that's how we get away around the legal ramifications of calling it Nightmare on Elm Street. Boom. We just call it goddamn Springwood. If HBO <sighs> can do Welcome to Dairy, which by the way, just call it Dairy. Dairy. Why don't we just call it Springwood? Bitch. Bitch. All right, so we have two disrobing scenes, so a second long butt sighting here. Same underwear. Let's get another shot of those. Uh, Christina wakes up safely in her bed with her newfound appreciation. Oh, so yeah, that was all. that uh, We owl creaked it again. Psych. She wakes up safely in bed. I guess Freddy's not her dad. Or maybe he is. It doesn't matter. The She's now fine with her mom being her mom. Uh, she confides in her mom about missing John, and we'll talk more about that. But yes, that girl is changing into underwear a lot yeesh there's a thing on the uh, a sticker on the fridge that says that something something that pope with a question mark tour <laughs> who's that pope tour what is that i did we i meant to look it up best, and i forgot i originally thought i was like i bet that's a weird al yankovic tour who's that pope who's that um pope? i believe who's that pope tour was like when the pope was changing in the 80s and it was literally just a tour about like who's going to be the next pope that's it's a bumper sticker insane <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is happening that's insane it's a bumper sticker all right Mom turns into an Asian cook. <laughs> there was nothing in that pot. There was fucking nothing in that pot, and I was upset. That spoon came out dry every time. No steam, nothing on the lid. She's stirring an empty Couldn't pot. Couldn't even be bothered. I, I also have a pet peeve when actors the have The pot no is not see-through. I don't want any liquid in there. <laughs> I can't see what's in it, so I don't trust it, Brandon. <laughs> Sorry, spin on the mic. So good. Oh, all right. Um, let's just go through. So shoves her into the furnace. Oh yeah. I guess uh, she... uh, mom turns into a monster. Uh, uh, the girl runs away. Okay, I guess she is a monster after all. Uh, Christina tricks her mom, shoves her into a, a, a burning furnace, Hansel and Gretel style. Uh, twist time, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> oh no, sorry. Uh, uh, Christina is able to dro- get the drop on her, shove her into a roaring furnace. Now free of mom, she can finally feel safe. Yeah, and feels so safe that she leans up against the furnace. I was like, that's a little bit hot. Maybe hot don't, to top. Don't lean against it. Now, I have one good thing to say about this episode. Uh, the, about the, well, the very end of this episode. When she wakes up in the closet, and I guess she's a dumb kid in a dress 
whatever. Mm. Whatever it is that she's in a closet and she's an orphan, a 25-year-old orphan. Slinkadinka. Okay, but here's the deal. The the adoption person, whatever, she is, is in the foreground. Yeah. There's a zombie in the background. Yes. And it does nothing but sit there and stare. And, dude... It's a little unnerving. It's fucking scary. I kept staring. I, like, latched on to that zombie face. Oh. Yes, and that was, what, that was my face. And then they started talking in the dumb made-up language. Yeah. And I was actually like, I don't... That's uh, <laughs> really creepy. It's a little scary. Yeah, it's actually scary. I have to give that little bit, that scary zombie that was not moving, not making a move to be threatening, just there in the corner, staring, really creepy. Yeah. And then the... Kuntakatuku? Yeah, what what, what, uh, what, a... Tikli, go back to Mook Mook. Nukatapa. (laughs) Bring me solo. (laughs) Tulakataka. Tulakataka. Oh, viro la capiacha in la festival. (laughs) We're going to summon a demon in here accidentally. (laughs) I can do that with anything. Basically, I have to just look at words. (gasps) And I can, I'll turn him into nonsense. So I just did it. I, okay. What I just said was Vero Beach Film Festival. So now I'll do it with. Uh, 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 oh, oh, that's a zombie. He's a that was purified drinking water. <laughs> that was very nice, man. Um, That's a gift. I got to do anything to not talk about this episode. <laughs> um, all right, and then the episode's over. Uh, uh, and we have three hanging corpses. <sighs> now, I didn't even bother. So what? What? So there's three hanging corpses. We, they all have signs around their neck. We moved to the boiler room where Freddie has three young folks strung up with signs around them reading, trade in. The next one reads, corrected the next one reads needs parts uh he pops around them like a used car salesman and says come on down worried about your credit i ain't we've got every shape every size every price i'll make a deal you can't refuse i even take trade-ins and it fades out and that's it and I don't understand. <laughs> you look so sad. I'm I sad. really don't. Now, I'm almost certain that the three corpses are set dressing from Nightmare 4. <gasps> There's a scene wow. where they find that she has a dream. And it's either three or four. I'm pretty sure it's four. No, it has to be four. Where uh, there's like like corpses of teenagers hanging. And the uh, character Tuesday night as Kristen or Kirsten uh, walks past them all. Yeah, so okay. I'm pretty sure it's the same set. Again, just proving my theory or lending credence to my theory. What do we got left over from the movie? Yeah. Throw it in here. We're filming that. They filmed on set that day, and that's why they just threw this thing out there. That hit, what Freddie says doesn't even begin <laughs> to... Doesn't even make sense. <sighs> so, rewrite. Do you have anything? I got two. Uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, how, do you have? Do you have anything? I have... You want to, oh, got a nice smile. What you got? I have three. Do you want to go, uh, you go, I go, you go, I go? Yeah. And you go? Yeah. One's really stupid. Uh, all of mine are stupid. Same here. I have one mean one and I have one stupid one. So I have, um, 
Now this is what I'd call a threesome. <laughs> Brandon, you said it was stupid, not great. <laughs> Don't feel bad, Christina. Like the old saying goes, one person's trash is another person's treasure. It makes so much more sense. It's like, oh, calling her a piece of shit, <laughs> making fun <laughs> of her. It's like, yeah, okay. That's good. What you got? Oh, little orphan Annie. Ooh. What's her name? Uh, Christina. Uh, yeah, I like Orphan Annie. Yeah. It, by the way, Becky, <gasps> it should have been Annie. Have it be Annie. Fuck you. Get a nice big sting. Oh, little orphan Annie. I'd recommend... <laughs> <laughs> I'd recommend she play baseball whenever she gets sad. <laughs> but she wouldn't know where home is. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <clears throat> Kuma Lupa doomed to smirkle, bitch! <laughs> this is a cheap one. I felt cheap, but I was like, I got to. Well, then I got mine that pairs perfect with that. What you got? It's a hard knock life, bitch! Oh! Re- <laughs> fucking home run. That's perfect. Oh! Oh, Lord have mercy. Goodness. All right. Well, that's that episode. Now, listen, <laughs> before we rate this fucker, <laughs> let's just quickly do our, uh, our, our other segment on the show. Uh, Brandon is uh, skilled in so many things, uh, not just movies, but TV shows. One of them being Saved by the Bell. Both he and Kara, Saved by the Bell, experts, aficionados. And Brandon has done something amazing where he, the perfect chaser for an episode of Freddy's Nightmares is an episode of Saved by the Bell. And he has a special skill of finding the perfect uh, pairing. So uh, this is a little segment called Slayed by the Bell. Oh, I beeped. Slayed <laughs> by the Bell. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Brandon, what uh, what did you find this week to, that pairs perfectly with this piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's a no-brainer. This is season one, episode seven, The Substitute, starring Hank Stratton Hank as Stratton! Tony Crane. A beautiful man. Yeah. A wonderful teacher rolling in, just uh, 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 disturbing. Steals all the girls. He does. And now Kara actually tried to have a parallel, something about out with the old, in with the new. <gasps> okay. And I, I like that. That is but nice. I also He's just was like, guy. nah, it's just the fucking worlds are colliding. Stratton, baby. Stratton, baby. Stratton bringing the funk. Straight Stratton. <laughs> Strap on Stratton. <laughs> So there you go, guys. Oh. That's the one to watch. Uh, it is a fun episode for real. It is really good, yeah. Um, now let's rate this piece of <laughs> shit. And I think, <laughs> think. I don't I don't think there's any question. This this is a dream master. <laughs> I fucking agree. This one. <laughs> I it's so funny because sometimes when we talk about episodes on the show, our enthusiasm for the show will yes. oftentimes kick it up kick or kick it up a notch. <laughs> and I Talking about this episode tonight just infuriated me more than even when I was watching it. I love it. It's the same here. Yeah. As you were bringing up things, I was like, wait, what the fuck? Uh, and again, we this isn't typical behavior for the show. If this is your first time listening, we love our baby. We're so proud of it. But hey, no fun for two weeks. You're, you're, you are grounded. fucking grounded, bitch. No TV being grounded, bitch. <laughs> no, and you take all your clothes off when you sleep. <laughs> I, ca- 
caught you sleeping with clothes on. What immediately? Kind of- <laughs> and then it's weird. Also, she gets her underwear. And she's like, "Look at what you're wearing. You just told her to take her clothes <laughs> off. Why are you so weird? Why is this show so weird? It's like so this? insane, uh, stupid." So I think we can say it together. This is a, another <laughs> historical moment. We've only had one before, but I do feel like this is our Freddy's, Freddy's Dud Part Two. Oh boy, our second Freddy's Dud. That's if, both of us. If agreeing. anybody else from Bill and Ted shows up in an episode, we got to be prepped. It. Turn the channel. No scary. <laughs> so. Um. Yeah. So there you have it, guys. A, a second Freddy's Dud. Uh. And God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> and um. But yes, we do have our our season two finale my friend we are on episode 22 of season one the season one finale of freddy's nightmares we made it wow um would you like to know anything about what i'm about to tell you Mm. um any 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 i i I never want to spoil anything obviously i'm not going to tell you what any ratings are uh, would you? Yeah, like, do you, it. Uh, I need I, it. I, I need it. I, think, I need it because I'm so angry. I think this is going to be happy. And this will be an early birthday present. Oh for yes, me. this is a birthday present from Freddie. Okay. So I found out there are eight episodes that center around Freddie. Uh huh. In each, uh, each season has four. We've seen three. We're about to get the fourth in the season finale, and the title is. Safe sex. Oh no! <laughs> Happy birthday, Brandon! Oh my god! <laughs> Safe sex with a Freddy-centric episode. I <laughs> I can't even begin to think of what it could be. I mean, I, I'm just gonna say my guess is a kid just wants to lose his virginity, and he keeps maybe he maybe there's oh, a, a dream girl. Oh, a dream girl. Yeah, yes, and yes. and as Freddy is wont to do, he he turns into a woman. Often he's in drag. He's like Bugs Bunny. He is like, you know what I mean? Yes. And yes. maybe uh, he's just like, oh, I'm gonna fuck with this horny kid. It's just gonna be Freddy oh. ruining this kid's boners. boner. Oh my god! This, yeah, I think it. Brand. I think we had we had a dip in the beginning, sailing high. This has been a big. I think we're about to end the season on a super high note. I. Really hope so because when I look back on season two of Primetime Bitch, which is the back half of season one of Freddy's Nightmares and Nightmare on Elm Street, the series, I will think of, well, like the Blackies of Springwood, very high highs at the top of those mountains, mm-hmm. and then of course right down in the middle of that valley, the where cold the water valley where the Springwood <laughs> Springwood Bank is going. Some real lows, <laughs> some real lows. So I'm some real lows yeah. in this season, uh, but also some wonderful highs. Yeah, and I really hope that we go out on a big high. It's my birthday wish, and Freddie owes me a birth. No, he doesn't owe me shit, but that would make it that That's much better. The ma- oh. Manifest. I oh. think it's going to be it. Freddy, I know you're out there. Huh? Give Brandon the happiest. <laughs> Give Brandon the happiest birthday you can. You got it, bitch! Ah! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that oh. wraps up this episode of Primetime Bitch, a Freddy's Nightmares podcast. I'm Brandon Windish. I'm Jack Holloway. And until next time, say goodnight, bitch. The last time I say it in my 30s. (gasps) Good night, bitch!
Thanks for listening to Prime Time, bitch. It means so much to Brandon, Jack, and your old pal Freddy. Especially me. I fade from existence if you collectively forget about me. So, I need the attention. Speaking of, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at welcome to primetimepod at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review. It helps make this show a dream come true. Rather than a waking nightmare, will Brandon and Jack be able to make it out of Freddy's nightmares? You'll have to tune in to the next episode of Primetime Bitch to see. Until then, pleasant dreams. Ah! <laughs>